0: Welcome to the mental health and the hobby revisited episode of Realm and Ruin, a Warhammer podcast. A podcast so Warhammer, we auto pass morale tests. That's what we do. <laughs> I'm your host, Matt, and joining me as always is a guy that is the unbreakable wall to my dawn. It's Cameron. How you doing, mate?
1: Uh yeah, I'm doing fine. Uh I'm not sure on unbreakable, but I do get back up again at the very least. <laughs> yeah, that's the main thing.
0: Wise <laughs> words. And returning to the show is an awesome hobbyist, but an also also even more awesome person. It's Adrian. Welcome back, mate.
2: Well, yeah, thank you very much for having me back again. It's really good to be
0: here. Excellent. Yeah. It's, it, do you know what? It, it feels odd, because I was looking up when we did the last episode of this. So obviously, we've all three of us have done the mental health and the hobby show before, and it was last February.
2: Wow. It's oh, over wow. a year
0: ago. So, yeah. it was, so it
2: was right before everything happened. It, was that? I can't remember what the date was. It was <laughs> yeah. literally right before it. It's like we knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In some oh. bizarre
0: way. it's wow. It's crazy. Because I, I, I feel, and it's obviously something that we'll talk about in this show, no doubt, is it feels like time is completely off at yeah. the moment. Where, yeah. You know, things you feel were five minutes ago or actually two years ago or vice versa we think oh that's only you know the other day and it's like no no it was even longer ago and yeah it's we're having some very crazy times and i actually literally couldn't remember when we did this because i was thinking because half (laughs) of me was thinking it was really long ago and then there was uh, other half of my brain thought oh we did it recently didn't we and (laughs) Thirteen yeah. months is the exact answer. <laughs>
2: wow, there you, you go. See, I, I thought it was before the, the, the Christmas. I thought it was longer ago than that. Like yeah. say, I thought it yeah. was like a good eighteen months ago when I was thinking about it. I didn't. I didn't realize it was actually after the Christmas. That's mad. I would say time, yeah. time is absolutely balked at the minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So, so yeah. So the this is an episode we've been wanting to do for a, a little while. Obviously, we like I said we did that one last February so if you've you've been listening to this episode and you've not listened to that one it's probably worth doing that first obviously this is a a topic and an episode that you know in all honesty is not going to be for everyone you know it's a it's for various reasons because obviously it can be quite a difficult subject or some people it doesn't feel it you know it really affects them which is you know understandable um but I would say before we sort of get stuck into this sort of topic is the fact that even if it doesn't affect you directly it will there'll be people you know or you know your loved ones your family your friends that are probably affected by mental health in some sort of capacity it's been very hard to uh, avoid it especially the way the world's been in the last year so you know even if you don't feel it you know like i said it affect you know affects you directly there's a good chance you know something may be of interest or help you know in this one that may help you with you know people that are close to you as well. And you know another little disclaimer as well which we would have said on the last time we did this is that obviously you know we're going to talk about deep things, you know that's the the nature of this sort of subject, but you know we're not experts by any means, we're just three dudes that uh, you know, from different parts of the world just talking about mental health and obviously how it can relate to the hobby of Warhammer and and, and tabletop gaming in general. So you know, we're not sort of offering advice in the, in a, you know, in a medical way, it's just talking from experience and, you know, things that we've, we've come across on that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So important thing to say. And obviously if you do need, you know, uh, help is obviously, you know, speak to the, uh, the options you have, you know, in whatever part of the world you are, because there's always people that can help you and and there's nothing wrong with wanting that help either. Definitely not. So, so going on from that, like I said, this is something we thought we would revisit because the 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 good thing is when we did the the first mental health episode is we got a lot of fantastic feedback. I think yourself, Adrian, you didn't you get some sort of private messages from people who yeah.
2: listened to it? Yeah, I'm like sort of people who just sort of reached out to me on Twitter. You know, just like yeah, thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, struck so many chords with me. It helped me you know realize this is going on, that's going on. Um, I'm just like I've said to you Matt you know just sort of chatting things if you know if there's just one person that finds something useful in this it's worth it and yeah there are a lot of people who found something worth it well out of it so yeah I'm really glad we're doing this again really really glad we're doing it again
0: yeah and it it, like I said it makes sense that we're you know we we the three of us gather together after you know after that show but also because of the way the world's been the last year it's sort of the this is to me is the perfect opportunity for us to you know, to discuss this sort of subject again, because it's even more relevant than yeah. it was when we did it the first <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, um, so definitely. It's This definitely yeah. feels very, very apt. So, yeah. So, yeah, If like I said, if you, if in the first show you, you got something out of it, that's, you know, that's amazing. Because, like I said, the, the feedback that we got was, you know, it was absolutely fantastic. And, and it just, it, it showed as well, I suppose, that, people are suffering out there that you wouldn't necessarily think are suffering as well. You know, it's, you know, it is a very uh, tough subject for everyone. Um, Even if you're very familiar with it, it's still a tough subject and, you know, and it's, you know, fair play to you two guys, you know, eight, um, 13 months ago, you know, declaring (laughs) some of the, you know, the issues you've had in the past to, you know, to the audience basically. And it's, you know, um I mean that's it. I mean like Cameron, after you did you know, we did that episode, how did you mm. sort of feel about it?
1: Uh it was really nice to do, uh honestly. <laughs> this is, uh I think I mentioned it when at at the end of that recording. It's it's nice to put things in the open sometimes and yep. you know, just talk through shit. Um and it was <laughs> especially nice knowing it was going out and hopefully helping other people as well. Uh as Adrian definitely knows it has at the very least. I didn't get any messages, but no one ever messages me so I don't get that personally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really good. And then about three weeks later, the entire world shut down and it yeah. felt much more relevant all of a sudden. <laughs> it, the,
2: the timing was quite crazy thinking about it now.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it's been. It's been a year. Both literally and metaphorically. Yeah. Is it has it been a year though? We don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that's We've the lost thing, the like, concept that. we, we did we did lockdown here. We did like a few weeks of it and in that few weeks was enough for me to lose sense of time for the past yeah. 12 months. Yeah. <laughs> like it's still not recovered. <laughs> yeah. I've got there's 3 weeks left in this term that I'm teaching and I don't know how that happened. I started like y'all <laughs> last week or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. It's, yeah,
0: it's it's absolutely crazy, and you know I think that the sort of purpose of this you know episode is going to be uh, so I'll, I'll sort of give you you know everyone a, a rough gist of what we're going to do in this episode, um but you know we'll go with the flow. You know it's it's yeah, a it's yeah. a free talking type of episode, so we'll we'll talk about some of the issues that we've. You know, had in the past, what you know, sort of recap if you didn't listen to the first time we discussed about this thing, and then obviously, we'll talk about obviously now the more you know relevant situations, obviously, with the pandemic and and how things have changed and how that's affected things, Uh, potentially good and bad, because obviously, there may be a, a bit of both in that. Um, and then we'll sort of, you know, like I said, we'll talk about the hobby, how that how it's affected your hobby, um, and obviously, or our hobby, I should say, and how you've seen it with others because obviously you'll naturally see how it's affecting other people as well and then sort of you know suggestions of what people can can do uh to you know get their hobby back on track so to speak um and then you know anything else that we feel is relevant okay so that'll sort of be like i said the gist of this one um so um so we'll start with self don't mind cameron um yeah yeah so i said from you know obviously i know this is all gonna be personal but that's the start of the show <laughs> it's going to be so yeah so what you know from you know last time we spoke what was you know what was the you know like they said the recap of the the issues that you've suffered with in
1: regards yeah. to mental health yeah so hi i'm cameron i've got a general anxiety disorder uh and probably moderate depression i don't want to say it's major at this point in my life at the very least i think it's not uh which is good um which has obviously made life a little difficult. Um, <laughs> I'm very lucky in that it is mostly all under control. Um, hey, guys, medication works. If it works for you, please do that. If therapy works for you, please do that. Uh, seek help. It's for your own good. Trust me. Yeah. Um. Even if the medicine makes you sick as a dog for eight weeks, which it did in my case. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um. And for me, a lot of my life, uh, my adult life, has been managing all this kind of stuff. Or not managing it, as was the case for a couple of years, um, and uh, yeah, it is, uh, it, it has been a struggle uh, for as long as I can actively remember what my actual emotions were like, you know, I don't, I don't remember a lot before yesterday, uh, but what I do remember of uh, the previous however many years, it's always been at least a kernel in there, always, you know, nagging, and irritating, that's not a word, oh my god, uh, <laughs> niggling and irritating at things. <laughs> Make it <a> word. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't need to do the, uh, the full episode again because no. I'm not going to mm-hmm. recount years and years of history, but that's the general, I've got a, I've got a big anxiety and a bit of a depression mm-hmm. going on, yeah. Yeah. uh, basically at any given moment, including right now.
0: Mm. Yeah, well yeah that's that's a fair point i mean it, it, actually psyching <laughs> yourself up for this type of show is is hard you know yep. i know we're mm. we're trying to be very chilled about it which you know is the, obviously the natural thing to try to do but it's you know showing it in public <laughs> so to speak and obviously even just amongst ourselves as three friends it's yeah it's it's not easy nah. but That doesn't mean you can't you know can't do it which is what we're hoping trying to encourage people to do by by doing it ourselves as well um Mm, so yeah. yeah same question to you adrian what was sort of the recap of yourself
2: oh many many years for issues with depression probably the biggest bulk of it um resulting in two failed marriages um walking out of university mental breakdowns yeah Bit of a bit of a uh, roller coaster ride from about fourteen onwards, um, but um, like like Saki kind of like Sam says, you know, recap over it too much. Um, yeah. We did because we did go into it a lot more depth in the first episode, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind mm-hmm. of the general background. Yeah, so for me, it's a lot more on the sort of depression side that I've really struggled, um, yeah, and it took me far too long, far too late in life to actually go and seek professional help. I left it. I mean, I didn't. I left it until. It was, Two marriages have failed. You yeah. know, go seek help, folks, if you're struggling. Um, and, yeah, medication really worked for me as well. Um, for anybody who's sort of like never taking it, thinking, oh, I don't take stuff that messes with my head too much and things. For me, personally, it just sort of leveled everything out a bit. So instead mm-hmm. of all the ups and downs, it just gets you level for a bit so you can actually start to think clearly and th- approach things differently. And then that combined with therapy, yeah, that did me a lot of good. Still been been a hard year shall we say this yeah, uh, so we're probably yeah, going to go absolutely. into but yeah <laughs> I think if I hadn't gone through all that stage those years ago yeah I would have I would have found this last year so much harder yeah, so much harder I if I hadn't seen out before because I knew I knew where the, my threshold points are so yeah. like when I'm getting bad I know how to recognize it now Whereas before it would just destroyed my life and I didn't even I wasn't even aware of what was going on really, so yeah, get help is my yeah. biggest yeah. thing I can ever say out <laughs> of everything we yeah. we talk yeah. about on this. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah, been a bit of a
0: bit of a ride. Yeah, two very big points you have raised there. Obviously, the seeking of help, but yeah. also recognizing it. I think that's yeah. often one of the biggest hurdles people have to to deal with really because you know i know everyone's got different lives we all got different lifestyles depends which part of the world you're in depends what you know every all the, the the things you can consider but it's difficult because sometimes you get caught up in life it's so easy to just go along with the flow you know you're thinking about all sorts you know what you do for a living your family your friends your hobbies your health you know you know all the you know your physical health and and things like that it's so easy to sort of you know not recognize it where you sort of just feel like oh i just you know i'm struggling but you know we all struggle in life and then you know it's easy to pass it off and and then you you know you carry on but then you know sometimes it's much more than that you know and it's it's i suppose like every you know i suppose it's like with your physical health the sooner you recognize something like especially if something's wrong then this, you know, the you know, the sooner you can get help with it, and and at least hopefully try to, you know, get to, like I said, the help that you need. It's, but again, that's easier said than done, yeah. As well, um, for myself, in in regards to, like I said, recapping, uh, I suppose I'm similar to to Cameron in the sense I it's a combination of depression and general anxiety disorder, which I uh, had the 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 GAD. I think for myself was mm. diagnosed. A, around the time I, I think yeah i suppose 20 2015 2016 i think um whereas i think the depression's always been around i think i i've i'm a person that's been predisposed to it to a degree you know I, th- I feel like even as a kid i don't i don't say i was depressed as a kid but i feel like as soon as started thing things i suppose as soon as events in my life started happening i think it was very easy to go down the road of depression I think for myself I think it was sort of one of those things where um you know and and there's you know hints in the family about it as well and things like that so I think like I said for me now it's a combination of both uh I think I'm probably more weighted towards the depression so like a bit like the reverse of yourself Cameron where it's a bit more depression than with some um anxiety but it you know like um Adrian was saying about things being a roller coaster. I think, and I'll touch upon it when we talk about the current situation. I think I this is this this recent time. I think I've I'm at my lowest. I think, or at least the most struggling. I think I've faced in the last couple of last few years. I think have been the hardest of my life. I think, and especially this last year. But well, like I said we'll we'll touch upon that. Well, we'll touch upon that now, um, uh, and sort of talk about, like I said, how things have gone. You know, like I said especially since we last recorded on this. So, um, if you don't mind, Cameron, um, yeah, if you want to uh, start off with this. So, yeah, how how have things, you know, from a mental health point of view, gone for you? Like I said the last year or so.
1: Um, <laughs> this is going to be really bad because I know you two have had the worst possible <laughs> year. <laughs> um honestly uh twenty twenty was one of the better years of like the last eight or so i would say um which is <laughs> um i I was very lucky I've been very fortunate uh both in where I'm living and um how you know my state government i'm not gonna say anything about my federal government um have been working over the last year um I've had overall a pretty good year it definitely had its mega mega low points um and relatively recently it's it's quite low points as well as well um uh but yeah for, for those who somehow haven't copped on because i think i've mentioned it th- throughout the show over the last year i live in western australia <laughs> which is one of the best places to live in the world apparently because um, <laughs> we did we did about a four-week lockdown and then it was basically back to normal until about a month ago when i was getting ready to propose and then we had another lockdown <laughs> Right, <laughs> that, that happened. Um, but that one also only lasted about a week. Uh, we've been so ridiculously fortunate, both in, you know, it's like, it's a mix of geography and like economics and then also having uh, a um, local state leadership who are willing to put the fist down and say, no, we're not letting people in currently. Uh, and, you know, also a community that's willing to work towards the greater good of minimising Um, um, we don't have an American on the show, so we can't talk too much about that in a greater aspect across the world, I guess. Um, but, um, we were incredibly fortunate. Um, the four weeks of lockdown initially were horrific. Um, (laughs) it was, um, it was a big anxiety thing for me personally, because, uh, obviously my work predicates around hanging around with a lot of kids, uh, first off, I don't want to get any kids sick, um, and second of all, uh, kids, as far as we know, with the coronavirus can be, you know, carriers without showing any particular symptoms or anything, so, um, fortunately, we cut off working very quickly, um, and yeah, I, like I said, I've, I've been really fortunate, um, those four weeks of lockdown, I had paid, um, because despite being a contract worker, my employer, um, which was not my contract, decided to give me four weeks of average pay uh, for leave as long as I had not gone and travelled internationally and gotten the coronavirus and mistakenly <laughs> because that. Uh, in this case, obviously, I had not done that. Um, and then after that, the Australian government implemented a plan called JobKeeper where they supplemented wages for a large number of workers across the country, um, and which incidentally actually ended up doubling my salary... <laughs> For the uh, majority of last year. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, hey, here's here's a tip about mental health. Um, getting help is fantastic. Having a good support network is fantastic. Having enough money to live on comfortably is one of the best things for your mental health. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and you know, like at the end of the day, I was still working within you know a month or so of all this happening, and there were there were all these stresses with that, like working out how to work from home by being a violin teacher, which was awful. Uh, the worst teaching experience I've ever had is trying to play violin over a webcam that keeps cutting out every 20 oh, seconds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> again, fortunately, that was only a couple of weeks. Uh, and Then we went back to in-person, but with, like, you know, cutting 10 minutes off the lesson so when the kid left, I could essentially wash the whole room and everything like that. And that went on for months and months and months. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, just just the... Um, the stability of that program did such wonders for my overall mental health. It was ridiculous. Like the first couple of months, absolutely awful. Uh, you know, watching numbers go up, like it, it's bad because you want to stay ahead and know what's going on in your community. And so here in WA, I was like watching the numbers tick up and up and up. I was like, ah, oh, it's going to be really bad. And then, you know, after a week or so, they started to come back down and they go up and they go down and every day at 4pm, the Premier would post the case numbers for the day, and I'd look at it in terrible, awful anxiety about what was going to happen, you know, how are we doing, will we be able to get out of lockdown ever, Uh, which we obviously did, Um, (laughs) um, and um, that was all very close to home, so that was really rough for me, anxiety-wise, like, in, in those four weeks, I went out once of the house, and that was on like the first day and we bought 10 kilograms of rice and some frozen vegetables. And that was about it. And we just (laughs) went home. We didn't leave the house for a month. Um, which I'm a very indoors person. I love my home. Uh, it, it was getting to me as well, even, um, after a couple of weeks, I was very bad on Erin because she loves to go out and about and do things. And, uh, she had a very rough time with that. Um, but yeah, it was, um, was crazy but then there was all this stability suddenly in my life like financially at least and like it was real stability as well because as a contract worker I get paid for the hours I teach but under that scheme as long as I teach any hours I got paid the full amount and so it was suddenly you know if a kid is sick or I'm sick I don't have that worry about that and God, it was, it was nice. I miss it. Um, I miss it a lot. I should go get a job where I have an actual salary, and that's what happened. Um, but for now, for now, I'm doing all right. Um, but for me, a lot of a lot of the... The, the year was good, as I said, overall, but the, it had a lot of bad to it, and most of the bad stuff was, like, I would say secondary or displaced anxiety. Like, um, you know, half, half my family lives on the other side of the country, uh, which had a much harder time, throughout this um in particular guys overseas might have heard of the city of melbourne uh which underwent one of the world's longest lockdowns yeah um i have a few very close friends who live there and my anxiety for them and their situation was terrible um matt for you (laughs) i've had a terrible amount of anxiety over the last year take this as a a sign that i value and love you deeply (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> I, wor- I worry about you a lot honestly um <laughs> you and summer and um the rest of your family because uh, i know you guys have had both a difficult time over the last year and are in sort of that higher risk category yeah um and then you know just ev- everyone else you know i've got friends across the world I, i'm looking around i'm just for a year the world was just kind of falling over here and there and everywhere and it was not great um on that um Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I've, yeah, I've been very fortunate. It's been honestly not on on the, again, on the scale of one to 10 overall mental health, it probably wavered at like a four, which is not great. Four Mm. out of 10 is not good, but it was not like the usual 2.5 to three that I've been experiencing the few years before that. Um, and I, I'm going to say it's all that it's all on that stability and having a close group of friends to support me um so yeah very very lucky um but yeah there's still there's still a lot of struggle (laughs) through all of that obviously uh but that's that's mental health i think last time we said you know it's just like that extra weight on top of everything in this case um the weight was not necessarily always as heavy but it was a scarier weight in a lot of cases because you know Uh, I don't want to get terribly ill and or pass a terrible illness onto the people I love (laughs) or see just the people I love in general across the world get sick, Um, which I think, fortunately, only a couple people I know so far have actually gotten it, which is nice, three or four maybe, probably more than that. I can't keep track. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, um, it's been a crazy, uh, uh, like I said earlier, a big thing for me is time displacement. Um, I don't know where last year went. There are, like, three big events. Um, on Netflix, there's a show called Death to 2020, like a one-off. Have Have either of you watched that? No, I don't have Netflix, no, to be no, honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, you might not want to relive it, but it, it's an interesting sort of um, comedic look back at the year. But I watched that, and I didn't remember about three-quarters of the things that had happened that wow. they talked about. Because <laughs> uh, uh, And, like, as they were bringing it up, I was like, oh, yeah, that happened like i've been there i've been aware of them like for several of them there have been like days of like looking into this kind of stuff and like what's going on here or what's going on there and it's just the year is warped and twisted in such a way that it was both you know a couple of days honestly 2020 wasn't that long and then but february 2020 was as Adrian said, probably more like 18, I would say close to 20 months ago is how it feels, is how far (laughs) it was. But in between, there's only these like three or four days that I can clearly remember. (laughs) It's like, and I know I did a lot of stuff because I can look back and we've got all these podcast episodes, so Mm. I know the time happened, but (laughs) it's it's really confusing to think back and have to force myself to remember things instead of just, mm, instead of just um, being able to Go yeah, we did this in June or this in August or whatever. I don't, I don't remember what I fucking did in August. Yeah, I did something. <laughs> I would have to go listen to the podcast to get an idea yeah. of what it was. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. we've got audio evidence of it. Yeah, <laughs> on the internet <laughs> for everyone to listen. I, yeah, I think that's it, uh, isn't it? It's, it's, not, it's not, having.
0: I mean, Adrian have said this the other thing even yesterday. It's, it's just not having those milestones. Mm. You, you know, for a lot of people, you know where. People forget what happened. Certain things, especially, I know. Again, it depends on how lockdowns have gone. Again, in in whatever part of the country um, yeah. or world I should say, because obviously, it it even between us, it dramatically uh, changes. But you know, that's the reality of it. I think for for some people, they can't remember because like every day for the last year has almost felt the same. So you, you yeah. know, usually you've yeah. got things you know little things like well not little things but you've got wedding you know you go to a friend's wedding it was (laughs) oh it was someone's you know 40th birthday you know so Mm. long ago you know you've got those uh, that we had that really good party but for for you know a lot of people that's not happened in this last year so you you know it it, it's almost like like but at the moment to know time has passed uh in in our household as an example yeah we There's a, in the UK, there's a, a program called Question of Sport. You've obviously probably heard of it, Adrian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Question of Sport, you know, with the uh, yeah Sue Barker. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a sports, you know, quiz show. It's basically yeah. um with actual sports stars come on and and uh, answer questions. It's, you know, it's one of those things you have on in the background usually. And, you know, we, we, we watch it while we're eating our tea. We don't really care for it. It's just on at that <laughs> time of thing. And that is our milestone to know a week has passed. It's because like, yes. it's on every Friday evening at the moment, and you go, and I will say to you know my family, I'm like, wow, question of sport is is on again. Yeah. So that means <laughs> yeah. that's past. your reference point. Sure. That is literally yeah. my reference point. Without yeah. really thinking about it, it's just you know that when you know you're tucking into your dinner and it's on the TV, a week has gone by, and mm. it's uh, that sounds sad that that's the, <laughs> that's, the that's the
1: reference <laughs> point. But I mean. It, it is. Yeah, no, it, it's a milestone of some kind. Yeah, you know, yeah.
2: you've got to have something there. The, um, the whole thing with how everybody's sort of memories getting messed up and everything blending together. Cause Matt and I were yeah. ch- chatting about mm. this quickly the other night. Um, a lot of it is how we actually form our memories. Um, and one of the main ways we do that as humans is we do it through repeating stories. Um, mm. mm-hmm. so the reason we're struggling is because we haven't got the, the human interaction. We're not chatting out about our days. We're not telling the story back and forth right. about what we've been doing. Yeah. You don't then go yeah. see your mum and go, Oh yeah, this happened. We did this and we did that. <laughs> um And every yeah. time you normally tell those stories, that's what actually sets that into your memory. And that's how you actually keep it. um Terry Pratchett fans might remember that because it's a point he's brought up a lot of the times in his books. About how everybody's mm. life is a story, and you tell your own story, and all that. I know it's all like those, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, motivational quotes and all of that. But there is actually <laughs> there is actually some quite a lot of hard science to that, it's, yeah, just because how yeah. we are we're um, we're verbal communicators generally. Yeah. When when we're not doing that, it's messing us up, and this is mm. why so many of us are just going, oh, exactly. Like you say, Cameron, it's like, yeah, that was a year. And I remember one, two, three, maybe four things that happened in it and that's why it's because yeah. we're not <laughs> we're not relaying them on and i would just we'll probably going yeah. to chat about it late you know things that help and stuff i mean doing stuff like this does help but it's still not the same hmm. and this is why we're still struggling
0: no, no exactly and it, and it, and it also it I, I can't speak for everyone but it makes it, conversation can be hard at the moment because you know sort of going back to retelling the stories like you know i i I don't. I've only seen my my mum once in this last year because of lockdowns and shielding, and her being you know uh, an uh, of an age bracket which is where she's got to be careful as well. And you know I call her every week like I do anyway, even if COVID wasn't happening. But you know obviously what do you do for you know you you talk about what's happened the last week, and sometimes it's it's hard because yeah. it's like what, what what have you done last week? Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, had some dinner, you know. It's like I went to work, like you know, because usually you've got, you know, in in most weeks you've got something to communicate, you know, some funny story. Oh, I was at work the other day, and so and so said this to me, or oh yeah, we went and you know popped over here. We went to a, you know, we went to out into the, you know, the hills. We went for a walk, or we, you know, I don't know, you went to a farm park, and you know, you know, and things like that. Whatever you know, whatever things you've been up to that that breaks a week up because obviously most you know we're not. You know, most of us aren't living rock star lifestyles <laughs> pre COVID. So it's, you know, there's only so much interesting stuff. But at least you can fill it with stuff. Whereas I find at the moment it's difficult. Yeah. You know, you're having very repetitious conversations. You know, you're talking yeah. about, oh, you know, the news and things like that, which, you know, ultimately isn't, isn't the most uh, enthralling subject, obviously, for a lot of yeah. people at the moment. Um, <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's hard to have that, you know, that in that proper interaction i mean we were saying me and adrian i think yesterday wasn't it that we were sort of saying when when we can for depending again what part of the country uh sorry part of the world you're in is when people start physically interacting with each other again it's gonna feel weird to hug people again that there's not maybe people in your household that, mm, you, know, yeah. that, you know it's gonna be it's gonna be, it's gonna be strange because most of yeah. us not Touched another individual for you yeah. know a long for a long <laughs> time like that you know anyway outside yeah. of your the immediates in your household so yeah it's it's gonna be strange yeah to sort of we've almost got to learn how to interact with each other physically again for in mm. some cases that's gonna be yeah yeah uh, uh, quite mind blowing in some and, cases and
2: I some people are gonna still want to keep uh, boundaries and stuff like that as well you know there's yeah. definitely going to mm, be natural. people who are just gonna go you know what. Unless you are like my direct family, you know. Like, no, I don't want to. Get, I don't want to get within two meters of you. you know, I'd rather just stay away. Still, yeah. I just yeah. still don't want a chance at. And like, that's totally understandable. That's
1: perfectly fair, you know. Yeah. And that's
2: yeah. that's something we're going to have to be appreciative of as well. You know, people are probably going to change their personal boundaries as well.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. It's not going to be the same again. Uh, not really. No, it's going to be. Hopefully. It's going to be uh, almost like a, I don't know, a broken alternative reality. You know, there is going to be obviously some <laughs> things will go back to normal once the world is a bit more settled and you know and things like that but no it's it's not going to be the same I mean places people businesses are already planning for that not to be Mm. the case and and I think it's it's uh, I suppose a mix of anxiety and excitement I think for a lot of people you know it's you know when things start opening up a bit more because you know great we'll be able to hopefully do more things especially here in the UK but at the same time you know, we're, we've we sort of retracted, you know, in a lot of cases for the last year where we've, you know, we've not been, again, like I said, not socially interacting with each other apart from like on, you know, Zoom and Discord and, and, and uh, you know, things like that. But it's not the same. Nah. It's going to be really, it's almost like I think people's confidence, you know, and I don't mean, you know, I don't mean like with the virus. I mean, just people's interact, you know, confidence interacting with other people like mm. the thought of me you know e- even if you said to me you know right tomorrow the you know the 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 uh the pandemic's gone everything's back to how it was pre covid stepping foot in that op- my office you know that by the where i work <laughs> daunts the hell out of me i just just the thought of interacting with other humans again like that is really scaring me and mm. i've never been that sort of person yeah. at least in that what? case you know <laughs> welcome to my world yeah <laughs> well that's it and, and yeah. i think that, that's, a, that's a fair point you say cameron because i think you know this because you know mental health and and social interaction has been highlighted so much in recent times because of the way the world is now it it's i think hopefully people are empathizing more with each other you know yeah. to that you know yeah. and understanding where people's like boundaries you know trigger points mm. are yeah,
1: definitely. yeah I, I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, like like it, it's going to be a different world. Yeah, I, I would be extremely worried if it was not different in any capacity yeah. after the last year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've, we've already seen it said with a lot of businesses are uh, going to, you know, allowing the majority of their employees to work from home because you know, they can, and they should, you shouldn't have to have to commute, you know, a half hour, both ways every day. If you, can just do your work from home yeah. um yeah. if you work better in the office good for you um it's it's and that is uh, i mean i know you said it was exciting in terms of being able to go out and interact with the world again but it's also for me at least a little exciting to see what is going to happen globally yeah. as a result yeah. of this i would i would hope for a positive change to that area like um terrible no good awful year um we did great with uh greenhouse gas emissions for a couple months there yeah. which was nice. Um, (laughs) just God, it was, um, and like in, in hindsight, that was, that was great. That was wonderful. These people aren't driving around, obviously the, the air is cleaner. It's a nicer place to be. But like, then again at the time I remember having to drive out to the shops that one time and we were the only car on a major road Mm -hmm. and like there were three other cars in the car park and that was (laughs) weird and really (laughs) unsettling. Um, (laughs) This year has broken so many norms and just kind of thrown them out. Um, I mean, like, th- things are things here. I guess I'm a glimpse of the future for you guys. Things here in WA are kind of back to what they were 2019 ish, but yeah. it is that little bit different. Yeah. Um, we're all scanning ourselves in everywhere we go. Uh, we got we got a contact tracing app thing. Um, people generally a bit nicer about personal space which i am definitely appreciating um <laughs> yeah. i mean it's, it's not it's not the one and a half meter distance it should technically be to be entirely safe but it is like people will not just sandwich you in a line for something yeah. which is nice i went to vote today and no one touched me yeah. which is a very different experience to ever other every other waiting in line to vote i've ever done <laughs> um <laughs> um yeah um it's going to be a bit different uh p- if people hey if people are sick generally not with covid necessarily they're wearing their masks out in public i've yeah. seen and at yeah. work as well which is nice i i have enjoyed not getting the flu this uh so far this year <laughs> the, um, flu <laughs> figures
2: have been through the floor haven't they what did you see about that yeah, yeah. It's, just like it's been pretty much non-existent funny well, that yeah <laughs> it's people's personal hygiene you know, yeah. you know
0: in the sense people are Washing their hands more, you yeah. know, which they weren't mm. obviously doing as much, you know, pre-COVID. So yeah, there's, and, it, and I suppose similar to what you were saying, it with in general, Cameron. I suppose it it just shows that that despite the way things are at the moment and how people are suffering, it's not all negative. You know, there is obviously a no. you know a you know a ridiculous amount of negativity out there at the moment. The way it's mm. gone, understandably, it's been horrific to the world, but you know, there is. You know some silver linings in some cases and and like yeah. i said it's it just shows that you know how people have been dealing with it or or not dealing with it, and you know it's it, even though people have been struggling to talk with each other the flip side has happened people are talking more you know whether it's again mm. about mental health or just you know saying how are you doing how's those yeah. things you know. Because you know, because people, I suppose, in some cases, have found the time to do that. Because again, like I was saying earlier, it's so easy to get into the the rat race of life. You know, just every everyone's busy. Oh, we, you know, busy doing stuff. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just busy. I'm busy with <laughs> things. You know, and like, and we all get into that sort of mentality. But you know, the but now, you know, because you know people are suffering out there and have been for the last year, particularly. I mean, there's always people suffering, but obviously, particularly more you know, people are asking each other more, how are you doing? And, and, and Mm. it feels sometimes again, I don't know if it's the same for you guys. It's, it's sort of getting that balance between obviously the, what you're personally going through and obviously what, you know, what other people have been going through. I mean, some of the, you know, stories I've heard from, you know, close friends and including people here that, you know, where things people have had to deal with that not necessarily is always COVID related. It could just be just general life stuff with that weight of the the whole COVID situation on top of it. You know, people are, are breaking or even, or close, at least close to breaking, which they wouldn't have been before. And it's, you know, it's, and I feel sometimes it can be really overwhelming because obviously you're like, like naturally when you're trying to deal with your own issues and, but you, you want to help other people, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's very, very tough. Um And hopefully, you know, again, if we're trying to grace positives from a lot of this is hopefully people are learning to care about their fellow human and person, yeah. you know, mm. now as much, you know, okay. That won't be everyone, but people are, are, I feel people are caring more. Yeah. about others yeah i'm seeing it more and it's it's lovely to see and hopefully then mm. when the things start going back to normal and we you know after the aftermath of everything that, that's happening where you know i so said people's mental states overall are going to be a lot more shattered than they were you know uh a year plus ago that you know people are ready to and, and on hand to help each other you know let's hold let's hold hands you know f- you know mentally and
2: uh and get through it hopefully <laughs> yeah no yeah. there's um there's a definite sense of that there's uh something a good friend told me about um happened to him very recently he's, he's really struggling like you say, saying Matt. you know he's just got other stuff going on as well um but he's saying about total strangers caring um he just sent me a message saying uh just been to the local shop and the shopkeeper just generally asked him how he was doing he just started crying
0: oh. yeah i can believe yeah. that yeah that's lovely <laughs> That, I don't mean lovely. Yeah. He's crying. I mean, lovely that someone's asked him yeah, but, how he, you know, that a stranger's asked how he was. But yeah, that it was just so mm.
2: genuinely honest. Yeah. It just, it just broke him there. And then he's like, oh my God. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like you say, yeah. more people are starting to care, which is a good thing. Really, it's definitely yeah, a good thing. Absolutely. Definitely. I mean, actually, going on from that,
0: Adrian, um, do you want to, as I said, talk about your experience? Yeah. For been a fun year. Last year.
2: <sighs> mm. What <a> year? <laughs> So mm. pretty much in the opposite sort of boat to really, because I've been out working it. Cause, yeah. um, I'm a UPS driver basically. So yeah, probably had the busiest working year of my life. I, d- last year, I don't think I've ever worked in my, as hard in my life as I had to last year. Um, uh, I mean, it's, I'm sure people know, you know, obviously you get like busy times at Christmas and everything. Um, yeah, by the, First sort of lockdown and everything, everything started to go crazy. Everything went quiet. You know, the whole just world just went, okay, now what happens? And then everybody realised, oh, okay, we're going to be at home for the duration. And we were probably about 25, 30% over Christmas load, workload. And mm. that was from, well, all the way up until Christmas where it got worse, basically. <laughs> you know, it's just, last year was just, Yeah absolutely physically and mentally exhausting and it was very strange experiences as well kind of like you were saying about um sort of seeing no sort of no people about and things um Mm -hmm. my delivery route is in a very popular um coastal holiday sort of town in Cornwall you know beautiful place tons of tourists go there and I you know I was going there on lovely sunny days you know during the lockdown and there was just nobody on the high street Nobody there, not a car in sight, and it was like twenty eight days later it, you know, it's just <laughs> so eerie, you know, driving up and down the dual carriageway, and like you might see one other car mm. over a forty mile drive. It's very strange being out there doing that, but yeah, it was um yeah, I don't know, I don't know how else to put it other than it, it was a blur and I've never worked so hard, and I lost three stone in the process. Yeah, wow. And I was eating a lot more. That's a lot of weight too. <laughs> I was eating. Oh yeah, I was eating a lot more food than I normally would, and I, it was just we were working so hard, we were just burning it off. And when we were all close to burnout, um, we went from having twenty-six drivers capable of covering everything, we we're up to th- we went up to forty-eight. I think at one point. Wow. So in year enough I had double the workforce to cope. Yeah. So That's it's crazy. really strange, but kind of like you were saying that um about how it actually ended up being kind of a good year as well because you know my old workplace pretty much everybody got laid off you know and I'd mm. only changed jobs about mm. four or five months beforehand so in a way I kind of had a good year because it's like yeah. actually you know everybody's terrified you know what's going to happen can I work from home am I going to lose my job am yeah, I going to get made redundant because so many people couldn't physically do their job yeah. um yeah whereas I'm like okay yeah I, I am doing four 40- to you know, 14 hour days, but actually I'm only a really good wage and I've yeah. got a job and I know I that's the way things look. I don't actually need it. to worry about having a job. So Yeah. At the same time there was sort of like positives to it, like that big insecurity was like actually I don't need to worry about that. Okay, everything else is absolutely crazy. But at least I haven't got to worry about my job, which I all, all three of us have been very fortunate on. Yes. Um yeah. as no, <laughs> you know, we have we're we're some of the lucky ones who've just been like actually we've been able to adjust or carry on working basically. But yeah, for anybody who hasn't, yeah, I feel for you, I really do. Because, you know, you can't plan for something like this, which is one of the hardest things as well. Because obviously we just didn't know it was coming. Um, So yeah, all that happened. And then about six weeks ago, I came off my bike on the way to work and probably went into what was probably one of the lowest weeks of my life. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was hard, guys. Sorry.
1: No, it's no, that's okay.
0: Don't, don't be sorry.
2: Um, yeah, came off my bike, um, absolutely shattered my right leg. I have never been in so much pain in, ever in my life. And I was just lying in the middle of the road on a blind corner in the dark, wondering if the next car coming around the corner was going to kill me. Um, fortunately, people stopped and helped me. Bizarrely, one of my old workmates even turned up. Oh. Um Yeah. That was hard. Everybody in the NHS, you're awesome. Sorry. No, don't. No, no. Yeah, um yeah,
1: we're lucky to have good healthcare in each yeah. of our countries. So, yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. Fortunate. so um, yeah, that was um
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was a rough experience. Um, major surgery. I mean I have I won't go into the grim details, but if I just sort of say sort of metal rods and bolts you get the idea mm. yeah um Frankenstein do you yeah want? yeah I've sort of <laughs> got I've gone into Terminator mode now yeah um <laughs>
1: but no one will stop the delivery uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean I was just that was absolutely helpless I didn't know what that was going to go on because I knew it was going to be i am not been off work now for six weeks it's going to be at least another week mm. before I can go mm. back maybe two. um and a couple of my friends kept saying, you know, just stick a GoFundMe up, we'll help you out. I mean, that
0: was fantastic, you know, yeah. uh, uh, seeing what people were doing. To I mean, that sort of goes back to what we was saying earlier about how good people have, you know, despite the negativity and, and the horrific things happening out there, people have been fantastic to other people in so many examples i mean that was mm. i mean i was watching yeah go fund me in real time you know just i was just i was yeah i was keeping track of it every day just just see how it was doing you know and and you know you're seeing the you know pe- what people were dropping it know, was incredible and it's just like it was incredible you know you're just thinking obviously there's people i recognize on it obviously a lot i don't yeah. but you know yeah. it was just absolutely fantastic
2: there were people helping out me me though i have no idea who they are And lots of them, lots of them put it through as anonymous. I've got no idea who helped me. Um, but yeah, within about 48 hours, I just suddenly didn't need to worry. No. I mean,
0: how did that feel?
2: That day, the day from when I put it, I put it up in the morning where I just didn't even know how I was even going to make it through the next week because of the pain and what I was going to do about everything to the evening. I was able to pretty much almost sleep soundly because yeah, just how much everybody came together for me—that was one of the most moving days of my life. And as you can tell, it chokes me up even if you think about it. Yeah,
0: yeah it, yeah, it was. You're very oh, well loved. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, it's an incredible feeling to actually have people come together for you when you need it.
0: That's it, and it, and it's it, like like Cameron was saying earlier about having that support network of people, and and it, and again, it, it it it's so fantastic to see because you know, think, uh, well, think of us here, we're friends, but we, you know, we're on the internet. Yeah. We've never physically met each other. We've, you know, mm-hmm. even before obviously, you know, COVID and things like that, we've been brought together because we, we like Warhammer, you know, and that's how we sort of <laughs> got, got to this sort of stage, but it, it, it goes beyond that. Yeah. And I think like, like you see with the, especially these online communities and, you know, and obviously a lot of self-aging, a lot of the people on there are part of the, the Warhammer yeah community because there'll be people Definitely. on twitter that you know you're friends with and stuff and again you know you've never physically met any of these people no. or, a lot, or a lot of them uh the vast majority i should say and it's it's still amazing that complete strangers or half strangers over the internet will be willing to do this because they want to do right by their their fellow person yeah. you know and, and obviously help someone you know because if you've got it in you you know, as a as a decent person, people will will if they can will do this sort of stuff to try and you know because you know as a, a shit time we're having individually, if you see someone having an even shitter time, yeah, um, <laughs> which is the case for yourself, Adrian, in recent times, it's you know people will try and and, and you know if they can will try and help out, and it and it it just I don't know it just. It, it, it just gives you that lift. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, not just you, obviously personally, no. cause obviously, if, of course it's given a massive lift, but even just as a, a bystander as part of it, it's just like, if it God, yes, there's still some good in humanity <laughs> here, you know, yeah. And yeah. people will do what gives, they can. It so, gives a lot to, of hope, yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, that's, that's, you know, at least one good thing <laughs> in what was obviously a, you know, a, a shit time. So no, it's, it's good to see at least they've done that. And, um, so where are things now, you know, from your
2: perspective? At the moment, very strange. Um, it's been, I must admit, very, very hard mentally over the last six weeks. Um, cause I'm a very much an outdoors and active person. Um, I love yeah. being out and about, you know, I was cycling to work. My, my job is physical. Um, and I've had to stay in bed for six weeks and that is absolutely floored me mentally. Really has because I'm just not used to it, and suddenly all the benefits I get from the exercise I've lost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, feeling down about my physical health situation, about the fact how long it's going to take me to actually even get close to where I was before. Yeah, it's been really hard, but at the same time, sort of like going into the hobby side of it, it's given me an awful lot of time to think about things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you yeah, when you yeah. can't paint stuff, but you can sit, you can just lying there looking at it on the shelf for six weeks. And think right now on that little <laughs> bit, I'm going to do that, and then on that little bit, yeah, I'm going to yeah, do that. Yeah. So <laughs> I've had all my because I'm not really doing much GW stuff at the moment, but I've got all my Star Wars leaves and stuff yeah. and everything all here, and it's just like yeah, I've just spent most of the time just looking at go right yeah if I do that and I do that, and then looking at paint schemes and yeah. it's mm. yeah, it's weird how the hobby has actually even just. When I've been laid in bed, giving me something to, to help me, could just help get something, like take my mind off it and give me things to think about yep. that are positive going forward. So yeah, it's very strange how this hobby helps in ways that you yeah. wouldn't expect.
3: Yeah. You know, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have
2: thought of it before to just, you wouldn't normally think of it as a distraction technique. You think, right, I'm actually going to physically do something, do some painting, but actually just having yeah. something different to think about. Mm. Was actually mm. al- oh, yeah, almost it was, as useful yeah. as actually painting it, which is I wasn't expecting, yeah. but I've actually found that really beneficial. I've sort of, like mm. you know, thought about exactly where I'm going to go a bit more with the hobby, and yeah, it's been yeah. it's been weird yeah. but useful in a way as well. And yeah, like I mean, the end, the the feeling of just knowing how much people have paired out is amazing. Yeah, that's, that's um, yeah, no, definitely, yeah, that's dummy wonders.
0: Yeah. I mean, and it, it is all connected, you know, well, I say all connected, it is connected to the hobby because like yeah. you're saying, it's it's giving you time to think about, you know, trying to find some array of light, some excitement, yeah. you know, to keep going forward. But also, like you said, the people that have tried to help, uh, have, have, you know, I said a good chunk of the, you know, from a hobby background and it...
2: Yeah, I think the vast majority of all to do with the, yeah, the hobby community, that I know.
0: Yeah. Well, because the thing is, I mean, you, you know, you can't, say it for everyone but you know the good thing about this hobby and the community you know wherever your community is is generally you will find like-minded people you know not it could be the games you play it could be the the, you know just but simple facts of people that you you know you get on with and 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 have you know a a connection with it's like you know the 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 people that i've met through this you know the discord and then twitter and the community in general Mm. I've been for, you know like i they're close friends now yeah. which yeah, yeah. It, it, you know sounds bonkers in a in a in a way like and i and because especially <laughs> the way the world has gone like interacting with people like my actual apart from a couple but my real you know when I say real life is in physical you know be, local friends you know people that mm. i know locally um i you know i don't get a chance to speak to as much because nah. i'm spending most of my time talking to the online community my online friends you know in other parts of the world or yeah. or or the country as well it's it's crazy but then that's not to say it's been forced on us with the, the pandemic but we've had to adjust our you know the way we socially deal with you know with people and obviously our friends yeah. and obviously it's so much easier just to you know just get on discord get on you know twitter and start you know messaging people and yeah you know, I, I i do it quite often with this with, with with a group of people, like you know, obviously I'll do it self agent, yeah. quite a bit. Just check in with people. Yeah. How you doing? You know, like what's you know, especially if they if they've been having a, a tough time, and it's um, and it's just again, just letting people know that they're not alone. Yeah. They've got, and obviously that's the point of what we're talking about here. That people, there is people out there. It's, it's like you said that example that of the 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 guy crying at the at the store when someone asked him how how they are. It's a simple thing. Yeah. Um, just saying hi mate how's things going yeah it you know and it, it just opens up a wealth of opportunity for that person you know in some cases it could be just you know that person's doing all right like yeah mate yeah just just cooking some dinner you yeah. know it could be as simple chat as that or it could be i'm not having a good i'm not i'm not in a good place yeah. um okay oh that's sorry sorry to hear that what you know what's going on you know do you want to talk about it it's just those simple interactions can mean everything to the yeah. person you're you're given that you know um, opportunity to to for them to talk
2: about it, it means so much. Mm. On that um yeah, on that note, I would definitely like to thank Red Shadow at that point because he has checked in on me nearly every single day. That's fantastic. Oh. Good on nice it. That lad. So yeah, he's a good lad. <laughs> Top bloke. Thank you, my friend.
0: Yeah, it, that's it. You know, it's, it's, it's key. It, it's, we're all trying to keep ourselves going. And if we, you know, if we can all do these, these simple things, it like I said, it can make such a, such a difference.
2: Really does make yeah. such a difference. You know, if you think, you know, you've got five minutes like, I'll just check in on them, see how they're doing. Haven't heard from them for a week. Haven't heard from them a couple yeah. of weeks. Just send them a message mm. to say, how are you? How are you doing? It yeah. you can really make a difference.
0: And he, and it also, especially when you are part of a, a, a community as well, is it, it's nice. Well, like what always I like hearing similar to on those lines is when you are talking to someone else about someone else, and the, like for example, like like yourself, Adrian. Yeah. I'll be talking to someone else, um, you know, like and you will come in a conversation, obviously in a good way, <laughs> <laughs> but in the sense, and they were like, and they'll say like, oh yeah, I must check in on Adrian. I must see how he's doing. Yeah. You know, it's just nice to. Yeah that you know just by having that sort of that people like uh, other people are care you know it's not just you you talking to this one person yeah. they they want to go and see how you're doing as well you know just by you coming you know like it would be simple it's like, oh yeah i was chatting to adrian the other day we we're talking about airbrushing or whatever yeah. and then someone's like oh yeah must be i must check in on adrian, see how he's doing yeah. you know and it's it's mm. nice because that's 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 what night you know that's what people
2: will there do. are so many good people out there i'm no say um there's a friend in the States that I chat to more about sort of PCs and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. He messaged me the other day. He's like, you know, how's such and such doing? I haven't heard from them. I haven't seen him on here for ages, you know, and it's a guy who does Warhammer stuff over here, you know, but it's just yeah. like, you know, I haven't seen him on Twitter. I know you chat to him a lot. Is he okay? Do you know what, is he all right? You know, it's yeah. just mm. people have been really good for this. Like we're saying it, like you're saying earlier on, you know, it's going to be really nice if we see this sort of shift continue. You know, just of people mm, yeah. just actually just generally caring more. Cause that would yeah. be nice. It would be nice if there was some really good positives Dude. out of all of this. Yeah. And I think, I think there will be. I think they're definitely, I think there's a lot of these things. People aren't going to go, you know, I don't care anymore. No, I don't care if nobody yeah. cares about me anymore. <laughs> no, no, I'm, yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. If nobody cares less what I'm doing. Yeah. Of course we not. You yeah. know, it's nice to feel that somebody cares about you. And I think we need to keep yeah. that going. Yeah.
0: yeah. Absolutely. I, I, totally agree totally agree actually i'll, I'll talk about it nicely go on to my, <laughs> my, my experience um which is totally di- well has similarities but is has its own differences as well um i mean from our perspective you know, when i say we me and the and my family obviously we had to shield early on um so obviously shielding is obviously a bit more of an extreme version of of uh, of lockdowns where you, you know, you're Apart from maybe popping out to you know just to stretch your legs, you, even if that um, you're not leaving the house entirely. Um, I mean, I, I was saying to you yesterday, Adrian, I'm I'm at my year anniversary of working from home. Mm. I was the, mm. the I think I don't think of anyone else, but I think uh, or don't think it, anyone else was, but I was the first person to work from home on my company, as in when when the the pandemic was at its early stages, because. Obviously, I was worried about my daughter um, because obviously she's got cystic fibrosis. So, um, and obviously that being a respiratory lifelong condition, and um, obviously COVID being a respiratory disease, that's not a nice combination. So, um, work were very good about it. As in, I because what at that time, um, at that time uh, last March they were or around that time they were gathering. Uh, you know, names of what people's situation, you know, see is there like basically getting a priority list of like, if people need to start working from home, because obviously the the pandemic was kicking off then. And I was sort of, you know, quite high. And I, you know, I, I sort of contacted a high manager, said, look, you know, I'm worried, you know, my family's worried. The longer I'm in work, the more chance I could catch it and then pass it on to my daughter. And And within an hour, I was going home. It was fantastic. You know, in that sense, I was home and, and I got a laptop, you know, to work from then the, the, uh, the next week. And, you know, and then that's when it started for us. You know, we were, (laughs) we were effectively locked away. um, And it's been a, it's been a surreal experience really. I mean, the, 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 I'll say the positives have been that, you know, nothing untoward has happened. You know, we've, We've played by the rules, and you know, no, no one. She, you know, she is in. My daughter has been, has been, you know, shielded from from this so far, and nothing has, you know, come of it. So it has been positive, but obviously, from a negative point of view, it's uh, like everyone. It's been a very surreal experience for me. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I would say, like I said earlier, I think. The last year, particularly, and probably going into this, was I've been at my lowest. I think mentally, by by far. Um, and you know, and I think some of my lows, which I mentioned in the, the the previous episode we did, was when you know when I was younger, when my parents split up and had to help look after my mum. I, in some ways, this has been worse, I would say. Um, and it's it, it's funny, and what I mean by that is, in some ways for me the life life hasn't changed in the last year because like we said my job is my job is my job it's literally not changed i mean i'm a i'm an it developer so working from home working from office has not been you know i've been lucky in that sense i have not been furloughed or unemployed or which is obviously what a lot of other people had to go through so um that's been a good thing um and um You know, so we don't have to worry about that, you know, the financial side or anything like that. It's not been affected. And it. I suppose my life is in in a weird way, apart from shielding, it hasn't dramatically changed. But I feel mentally it has. And I think um, what hit home with me, particularly in recent times, was I think two comments that my wife said to me. Um, and that she meant them in in a good way. It wasn't like she wasn't, she, she was being quite blunt with me, but also in a good way, I suppose. Um, she sort of said, One, you've lost your smile, like properly. Obviously, I'm, you know, I laugh and joke around like, like we do, you know, as, but truly lost your smile. You're not smiling much, you know, when you're around the house and, you know, and, and living your life. And the other thing she said, um was that i f- she f- feels like i'm a shell of my former self and again that sounds harsh but i don't i know okay. what the way she meant it and um and it, you know as in you're just not happy you're not you're just in life you know you, you have your moments you have a laugh if someone says a joke i don't mean you're you're constantly you know with a uh, a frown on your face but you're just not enjoying life and I've I've said that to her many times I'm not enjoying life and I think to be fair I can't blame it on the pandemic um in the sense that I think this was happening beforehand I think this is a slope that I've been going down for the last few years I would say um particularly um I don't know what's directly caused it if I'm being honest um I think it's probably a combination of things. I think it's probably a combination of being an adult in the sense that obviously the last few years has been, you know, getting married, having children, having, buying a house, which we ended up selling, um, to, um, to live with other family instead, which was actually a good thing to do. But it, um, I don't know, maybe I've just not acclimatized to it mentally in some way. Um, and, um, I, I don't feel truly happy and nothing, but it's, it's frustrating because nothing's wrong in a sense, you know, like, you know, I've, I've got a good life, you know, I've got a fantastic family, you know, I've got the best wife, the most gorgeous daughter and brilliant friends around me. Like nothing like, you, you know, when you look at me from a third party perspective, nothing's wrong, but it is. And i'm just not enjoying life um but i can't pinpoint what's causing it to that degree um i think um i think probably because in a way like a lot of people i've sort of gone with the flow of life where you you know you you, you, especially you know where the big things like you know your career and and, you know, and where you live and all, you know, all these things that, you know, because sometimes you everyone, some people have a clear path and obviously some people you just, you know, and I suppose that's for a lot of people, you end up sort of drifting in things, you know, you, you know, you, cause you know, life is random and that's sort of, unless you believe in fate, you know, it depends which way you look at it. And I think it's, it's one of those situations where I feel like I, I've, not sort of sat down and gone right what would actually make me truly happy what would i like to do what do i want where do i you know this all these things where do you see yourself and i don't even mean just a career i just mean in life and i feel like i've never really done that and so i've not that i'm doing things that i don't like but i don't feel like i'm doing everything that i feel i should be doing and obviously especially in the last year where opportunities to do things are very few and far between um not seeing people properly like i said not seeing I've seen my, I've seen my mum once in 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 these 13 months who I'm very close to um, mm-hmm. because of all the the you know, especially things that we've had to deal with in our lives together you know um, and I, the you know the stereotypical you know thing that gets mentioned about where you you wake up and don't want to get up you know you don't want to deal with life that uh, thing I that has hit me so much this last year there's mo, mo- mornings where i don't want to get up at all i don't want to deal with the world um um and i i hate feeling like that yeah. i hate that because you know because you know it's simple things like i shouldn't feel like that because it, i say i shouldn't i i feel guilty about feeling that because i know that's a that shouldn't is a a funny term in in mental health when you say you shouldn't because yeah. you do so if you yeah. do feel something, you feel it, you know. And I feel bad for. I suppose like the guilt comes in because, you know, it's simple things like you know having, like I said, the most lovely, gorgeous daughter. Like I should be getting up so I can, you know, sp- play with her, spend time with her. You know that simple things like that. And obviously, I do, you know, in, I do that and I enjoy it. It's but that it feels like a facade at times. It feels like a mask, and it feels like um, you just you know just trundling along just to you know get get from a to b which you know that is often how you often have to deal with mental health you know because nothing's quick and you have your ups and downs and you know you you deal with it the best you can and um i've sort of got that point now when when my wife was saying those things to me like what are you going to do and i'm like i don't know i don't know what to do (laughs) <laughs> to be honest I don't know how to deal with this um because in the past when you when you have your low moments you've you know I've always found ways of dealing with it and mm-hmm. I think at the moment and I, this will apply to probably a lot of other people that are in are having their low moments at the moment is when you've got like this invisible pile of weights on top of your shoulders you know like t- 20 year old Matt that had his depression issues I do you know, I didn't have to support a family. I didn't have children, you know, uh, I didn't have a wife, you know, where you didn't have to have those worries on top. You know, you could just solely deal with the depression and maybe a few other things. Whereas now a small, even a small issue feels like a mountain at the moment because of, of trying to deal with, you know, shielding your family from, you know, the threat of COVID out there and, and trying to, you know, it, what makes it hard as well is it feels like sometimes I don't know if I'm ever going to feel happy. And that's what scares me. Mm. Like that's the bit that gets me the most where you sort of feel like am I might, you know, I'm in my mid thirties now unfortunately on the nearest side to 40 which that's another thing that scares (laughs) me but (laughs) sorry um and (laughs) and uh i think that's the bit that i said that does scare me a bit like being like i want to feel properly happy doesn't mean i don't have happy moments you know Mm. we have we have have, have a laugh with my friends you know like when i'm doing hobby and stuff like it doesn't mean like i've become like nothing is happy but i think there's a difference between like oh that was a nice that was a nice dinner you know that that made me happy in quote marks but there's there's a difference between that and being truly happy where you're happy with your life you're happy with yourself happy with you know you you know bad things happen shit happens that's we've all learned that especially this last (laughs) year but there's a difference when you know when you you feel it in your core that you're not happy and, yeah. and, and then you start reflecting back, which is what I've done mm. because of th- through this period where you start looking back and thinking, I think even as a kid, I was never truly happy again. Mm. It's bad. In Well, I say, I, I feel bad saying that because I didn't even have a bad upbringing. Mm. You know, like it's not, I had a good upbringing, you know, parents split up eventually, but you know, I wasn't mistreated or, you know, like some people have bad, Upbringings, and therefore, how are fully mm. in a place to sort of say that how it's affected them. Whereas, and it's same with me now. Like I said, I've got a good life. I've got a roof over my head. I've got a full time job. I've got a fantastic family. I should be happy, but I'm not. And I feel clueless on how to do that. And yeah. like I said, that's what eats at me. I think, yeah. and I think you overthink yeah. it. You know, you start cl- clutching at straws, like, maybe if I do this, this will make me happy. And obviously, that is part of it. You've got to try new things in life. And obviously, I know it's it's very difficult at the moment, because obviously, you know, physical opportunities in general, you can't just go out and, you know, do certain <laughs> things at the moment. So it makes it, you feel sort of trapped as well. And I think that's the other feeling. You know, it's sort of, it's feeling trapped, obviously. know, seeing these four walls a lot. I mean, obviously I can pop to the supermarket at the moment here in the UK, you know, we can, I can do some things, but it's still very limiting. And it, you know, I like you, Cameron and I, I like my four walls. I'm, I'm, you know, I'd like, I like, you know, I like, I'm a sort of a combination. I do love going for, you know, going for a lovely walk, going to the countryside, but I do like my home comforts. So I'm, you know, my, my partying days are over, so I'm quite happy sort of, you know, chilling in front of the TV, get the rock up the PlayStation and things like that. And again, it does, but it, it, everything at the moment, whether it's, you know, especially even from a hobby perspective and i don't mean just warhammer I mean, it could be any of the hobbies everything feels like you're eating a sandwich but it has no taste to it that's yeah. how it feels yeah. like and you could you're like "Oh, I'll try this sandwich oh look at this one oh look yeah. that's got no taste to it either yeah. you know it's like you see what's there you know like, oh that looks nice look at that meat look at that meatball marinara. oh lovely i'm not oh yeah. nothing yeah no taste yeah. to it you know and that's sort of an and and it gets frustrating
2: you know, mm. there's so many, there's so yeah. many things you've mentioned there that resonate with me, mate. I say, <laughs> really are <laughs> mm. <laughs> definitely, um, sound, yeah. Sounds sounds so much of that sounds me. so familiar, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's totally normal. Especially like to say, you know, feeling guilty about it. Um, mm. yeah. Especially like I'm mean, certainly like sort of you know feeling that you should, when when you feel down, and there's no reason to feel down. That's like one of the biggest signs that you know you need to get some help. You know that's yeah, yeah. that's what, like you say, like you say, 'cause because we all like exactly like you say, you know, we all have shit times, you know, yeah. and majority of people yeah. that you don't have to deal with these things is just like, yeah, that was a shit week. Anyway, right what are we doing now? Whereas, yeah, you know, yeah. we'll get that everything feels like the world's falling apart, but actually, there's no reason for it, mm. and that's yeah, that really sucks. But that's like one of the big when I was saying earlier on, you know, about the the threshold things and learning to recognise it. Yeah, mm. that's like one of the biggest things definitely for me is watching out for is just like you know there's no reason for feeling down at the minute i've got reasons to cry no. at the minute so if i'm feeling down i've got an excuse at the moment but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you're yeah. allowed yeah i give give myself permission for that but yeah that's that's really <laughs> that's a really important point you made there. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a biggie that is and it really really sucks yeah because i've been i've been there as well buddy Exactly what you mean. Yeah, mm. it does. Yeah, and it's so hard to work way out of it because, like you say, because there isn't a. Oh yeah, this is the thing that's making me feel down. Right, if I do a, ABC, yeah. then in three months yeah. it's going to be better because all of that would have happened. It's just like, well, everything feels shit, but I don't know. I can't see anything to fix, and that yeah, and that makes it. it so hard.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, and it and it and in a way, it makes it difficult to say. um because i suppose you know you are conscious of what people think that's that's human nature and i suppose sometimes it's hard to say these things because you feel like a bit of a fraud mm. in a way because you're thinking what what's he got to moan about yeah. what are you moaning about what have you you know and it's like <sighs> not <Nah>, it's irrelevant <laughs> but that's easier said than done <laughs> you know it's, a, it's like you know i've complained uh, you know with friends and and um on the discord about you know i'm not happy in my job so i'm looking i'm trying to look at alternative like business opportunities and things and i feel bad saying that because there's people that are literally unemployed yeah, now but you know whereas i'm here i'm there on my you know on my full salary you know working away so it feel i feel bad moaning
2: about it but then no you can't you can't but then <laughs> yeah you can um I've, I've, no. i was literally actually said this to um another friend on twitter last night I actually who's a lawyer um you know exactly the same as your precisely the same as you're saying you know you, say, you know i've got a really good life you know you know, but I feel everything's, you know, things feel really shit, but I don't feel that I can say that things are shit because I've got a good life. Yeah. I don't feel I've got the permission mm. that, you know, to say, yeah, things are really mm. crap at the moment. And I just replied back to him. It's yeah. just like, yeah, status is irrelevant to having a shit day. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry for swearing. Many apologies.
0: No, no, no. Oh, no we, we, we swear. I swear I mean, I, all the time. Uh, Cameron is, is a nightmare. <laughs> I was like, I'm not <laughs> anything else, Beep's so. out.
3: Um,
2: Yeah, just because you haven't got the same struggles as somebody else has got doesn't mean that your struggles aren't real. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly that. You know, yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, and I think sometimes you've also
0: it's when things some things become the norm as well. It's sometimes it's easy to forget they're a thing as well. You know, Mm. like going back to you know my daughter with her with her cystic fibrosis because it's just a daily thing. You know, it's a thing, you know, it's not going away. It will never go away, but you sort of just get, you know, it becomes part of your routine. Mm -hmm. You sort of, I don't say you forget about it because that's not the right terminology, but you sort of, it just, you know, it becomes the thing. And it's the same with depression and anxiety when you suffer with it or have it, you know, it for a long time, it becomes the norm. And I think sometimes, and I think that's what's happened when my wife sort of said the things that she said earlier is that I think when other people are noticing it more, you know, because obviously she knows, she knows my, my past, she knows my issues and has been fully accepting of it. But obviously when she's obviously, you know, in, in, in simple terms gone, Matt, you're really bad now at the moment. And it's scaring Yeah. Me, yeah. You know, then it, that hits home because it's almost like, Oh wow. I didn't, obviously I know I've been feeling shit, but am I, uh, you know, am I that bad at the moment? I must be yeah you know it's sort of cause yeah. you start you start you know whereas obviously if you go from no depression in your life where you've been very very lucky that you've never suffered with it to to having it that's a real big yeah. thing even you know mm. first for, for an individual yeah. whereas if you've had it you know 60 70 percent in your as part of your life and then it just goes up to 80 it doesn't feel so extreme to you as the individual because you've mm. sort of you're so used to it so a, you know add in a 10 percent extra bit of depression you know an extra extra scoop of depression <laughs> on there. Um, some sprinkles
2: on top yeah. Is, uh, it, yeah
0: you know it's just like yeah it's fine it's all i'm, I'm gonna be eating it anyway you know it's sort of it, yeah it sort of jokes aside it's it, it sort of it doesn't you know you you can become almost a bit numb to it yeah in some yeah. in some way where you sort of just don't really realize it and that's that's actually a scary thing in a way you know it's almost going, yes, it's fine. well, it is fine. It's fine to be depressed, but it's almost like you just you've accepted it and you know, just yeah, go on, pile a bit more yep. on me, you know, and that's sort of um you know, it's 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 shit. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. really is. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's hard, buddy.
0: But let's let's move on and let's try and make <laughs> things a bit more positive. You know, we're trying I know it's gonna be ups and downs with this, but let's let's like yeah. you know I mean, let's 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 swing it into the hobby, you okay. know, because okay. we've been talking about a lot of general stuff. So let's let's swing it into that. Um, so starting with yourself, Cameron, what? Yeah. Well, two questions really, and this will this will go to to yourself, Adrian, as well. <laughs> is how has it affected your hobby, and part and two, how what have you seen it affecting others?
1: Yeah. Okay. Um. So I'll start with my hobby. Um. How has affected my hobby? Um. The last year has had an interesting effect on my hobby, um, because, uh, you probably remember right before we went into lockdown here, I was just really, really getting into Necromunda, like, I'd played one or two games with a guy i met on a local Facebook group, <laughs> and, you know, like, we'd, we'd had that game, it's like, oh, yeah, there's scary things going on in the rest of the world, huh, and then, like, a week later, it's like, nah, you can't. Um... And, and I, t- I talked earlier about how, like, watching case numbers was a big anxiety thing for me. Um, and that actually technically resulted in me doing a lot of hobby for a couple weeks. Uh, because in the later couple weeks that, um, of that lockdown, I, I had all my necromancer stuff assembled. And I was finding I was getting super anxious about 4pm every day, because that's when they put up the new case numbers. <laughs> and so I thought, well, if I'm doing something... I don't have to look at it until i'm done um and so it, it got to a point where for about a i think it was a week and a half i just painted a single necromunda model a day and i started at about 3 p.m so i knew it wouldn't be done until at least five thirty.
2: <laughs> make sure you're going to cover <laughs> it and go yeah i can just, yeah, just blank that little bit out
1: yeah like i could look at that later i'm busy now i've got to do got to do like highlights and stuff um <laughs> It made me really productive for that couple of weeks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I cranked out models and I'm really proud of them. They're some of my best stuff I've done and I think it's because I devoted a lot of energy to stop myself thinking about other things and focus entirely on that and that was great. Loved that. Um, and then the rest of the year happened. <laughs> uh, um, now, I did, do, I did do a lot of hobby over the last year. Like I've, I've played a shit ton of Necromunda which was great uh, but that all sort of springs out of how lockdown affected how I interacted with Hobby because um, I do a lot of Warhammer stuff I also do an absolute shit ton of D&D um, mm, and yeah, um, and while the, while the direct lockdown was like 4 weeks there was like another 6 week period after that where I couldn't have people around at all um, and so we had to do everything online and that was The Pits Um, I know you guys play, like, uh, D&D and Wrath and Glory and um, Soulband and stuff online Mm -hmm. through Discord. Yep. I could not. The reason I don't join in on that is not necessarily time zones. um, I cannot stand trying to organize and be a part of play in that kind of setting. It was the worst um, (laughs) tabletop experience I've ever had. Um, I have no desire to go back to it. um, Whatsoever. Um, and it really, really impacted my enjoyment of that side of, like, my hobby life a lot. Um, like, I did not enjoy it, and, you know, there's, like, two or three nights a week where I was like, well, I'm going to do this because I want to talk to people, but I don't want to do it. Um, uh, and then, you know, once we were able to go and see other people, that kind of lingered for a bit, which is why I ended up playing so much more Necromunda, was like, I want to go out and be social with people. DD is being feels kind of rough after all those it nearly the better part of three months where it was just the worst possible way to do it for me. I went, but we can do Necromunda in person now. I don't have any biases about that because my only games were like before pandemic, didn't have to try to play it online or anything. Um, I mean, super easy now. There's a video game for that, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I sort of fell really deep into that. Focus a lot of my social energy. and You know, I was still doing D and D and stuff, and I sort of warmed back up to that, but that took months and months and months. As felt almost tainted by that, <laughs> which is all good because I love it. Um, but then on the other side of that, um, m- like we got out of lockdown fairly quickly. Um, the Games Workshop store only really opened up like five months later, <laughs> or something like that. It was it was a long time, except. Hey, props to Games Workshop as a company. They're being very careful about uh, their staff safety and the safety of their customers. I love that. Um, but I learned that I really hate shopping for my Warhammer online. I don't like how n- non personal it is, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm really spoiled. Um, I got my. I mean, I, it is my local games workshop, so it's not so local now. I have to drive, like, 25 minutes to get to it instead of 10, but uh, it's it's still my local games workshop. I love going there. It's great. I love, I love Michael, the guy who runs it. I love the people there. I love going in and having a chat and perusing and then getting what I was going for and that kind of thing, or maybe, as it often is, uh, something I was not going for. Uh, we all know that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, um, we do. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, I... Uh, um, like at the time, we were all watching it like wow, like, wow, games, workshops, online sales. We were all watching it happen, like, you know, things just tick, 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 out of yeah. stock continually, and I, I bought a bunch of stuff because I was running out of Necromunda stuff to do because I was <laughs> using, that, using that to fix my anxiety, um, <laughs> and I bought it, and it arrived, and that was fine, but I found myself a lot less interested in it just because I hadn't talked to people about what I was doing with it, like, in person. I really love the aspect of going shopping, at least for hobby stuff. Um, food, maybe not so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, like, that sort of affected everything over the year, because also, like, I haven't played 40k since t- early 2019, I think, at this point. Like, uh, Ninth Edition's been out for six months yeah, six months at this point, at basically. Least, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, that's boy. Probably longer. Oh god, it's been longer than that, hasn't it? It's been, <laughs> Wait, been About, been way no, about than nine that. months now, isn't it? Nine months. Oh my god. Say.
0: it's about June. June time it came yeah. out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. God. Yeah. My brother's thing came out. Came out in October, but that was the uh, Space Marine and Necron Codexes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been out the better part of a year. I've not played any of it yeah. because I like to play it. At my games workshop, which has not been open for play, is still not open for play. They're being so careful. Really mm-hmm. big props to them. Yeah, but because of that, it really affected my motivation on my overall hobby. Like, I've done tons of Necromunda stuff because I've been playing lots of Necromunda because I can play that with just friends. You know, go go, you know, pop round a buddy's house, lay down some train, have a good time. We can be safe. We can distance. We can hand sanitize all that kind of thing. Um, I can't take my forty k army and go up to the store or anything. I don't really know anyone in person who plays 40 K and is like available for that. Uh, and at this point I don't think I can put the mental effort into it to troll through the internet to look for people. Um, I do have tabletop simulator now, which I really need to get on, but I also yeah. want to avoid the, um, I'm going to give it a try, but I want to avoid the, uh, the online D and D reaction <laughs> <had> to 40 K. <laughs> I don't want to have that with 40 K and there's completely bust out of that. Um, I did not that much, like, big main Warhammer hobby. Like, I've bought a couple of knights, and, like, I mm-hmm. finished assembling and painting one that I already had, and the couple I bought, they're, like, assembled. One of them's nearly painted. Um, I really didn't do a lot. Um, Indominus came out, I got half of it, and it's mostly assembled. And, like, there's a couple of models that are partially painted, but I never really got super far in those. Um, I did a ton of Death Guard stuff recently because the Codex finally came out, and I got super excited. I'm still chugging through on that. Um, and, like, I feel like I'm starting to get the steam back on those bigger, like, army-level projects. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's it's taken, basically, the year to recover from that sudden <clears throat> hit in the brakes that we had, um, mm. which is really weird. Um, yeah, so it, it's been good for, like, the the smaller game system level of hobby and bad for bigger system hobby, I guess, which kind of makes sense. You know, you want things that you can wrap up quickly. Like, small projects, I feel, are easier to keep your focus on, especially yeah. when time is wibbly, wobbly. Like, <laughs> I looked up, in, looked up on my cabinet, like, oh, yeah, I should finish painting that night. When did I last get that out? And I checked, and it's been, like, nearly two months since I did any painting <laughs> on my Night Tyrant, which is awkward because... I've got, like, the, the arms are all base-coated in the metallics. I need to do, like, all the all the stuff on them that turns them into that deep, like, deep-sea bronze oh, that yeah. I was going for. That's a lot of work. And yeah. I was ready to do it, like, the next day, and then it's like, oh, I've got to clear the table for something. And then time passed. Uh, the clock spun all of a sudden. Now it's uh, March. Oh, God, it's mid-March. Um <laughs> <laughs> When this goes live, it'll be April, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. 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 It
1: was, it's, it's been really weird. It was like this initial big spurt of like, ups, like, and everyone was doing it at the time as well. Like you would look on Twitter and on the Discord and everyone was like, we're all in lockdown. We're all painting like mad. We're all assembling mm. like mad. And then after like a month, it just kind of cut out for not, not just me, but uh, this goes on second. It got, went on for pretty much everyone. Everyone did like, whoa, we're all doing this. Uh, mm. Pandemic Army 1.0 uh we'll paint an army by the end of it we'll be out of lockdown Uh, uh, i don't know about that one um (laughs) (laughs) and people did that they did these big enormous projects and then it just kind of went dead calm for like months like there was the start of lockdown and like like i said people doing tons of stuff and then it went quiet about a month later and then not much happened until Indomitus came out in like other people's hobby, as far as I remember, like there, people chugging along and people still doing stuff, obviously um but it's just not a lot of stuff like it was always mm-hmm. like here i've done I've managed to do a model or I've got this idea, so I've started on this, or maybe I've bought all this, but it was never the stuff we're used to seeing, which is like here's my cool latest project that's fifty percent completed with a dozen models or whatever yada, yada yada. And then Indominus came out, and everyone was very excited about that, obviously. Um, and that sort of uh, gave gave a bit of a shot, But again, it sort of dulled down pretty quickly after that. Um, partly might have to do with the, uh, for 40k, the 9th edition codex releases being super stunted. Like, yeah, that's true. people didn't know what to do in terms of like, well, I want to do a 9th edition army, but I've got an 8th edition army book, and it's not going to... Be updated anytime soon, so I don't know where I should be going with this. So it's it's been sort of like this wave, whereas you know, twenty nineteen, like on Twitter on the Discord, it was like a consistent high peak of people yeah. always doing something. Um, yeah, well, like it, yeah, in terms of like the community hobby, it's been weird to see the lulls that happen, and you like you can tell when the community as a whole is like getting burnt out, um, which. So, every so often coincided coincided with my own mood, which was weird to feel myself a sort of part of that social machine, so making the waveform of like hey, what what are the Warhammer people doing today? Uh, <laughs> it's Wednesday, not that much. They're they're all sitting and thinking about what's been happening. Uh, and then on Friday it's like oh it's Friday, we we'll, everyone gets that little bump, and you can see yeah I've put some highlights on, or I've assembled this, etc. Um, and especially in a Discord. Like it's it's been a bit more lively lately, but there were periods of like weeks where it was almost dead. Yeah, <laughs> like we'd yeah. we'd have a few messages a day, whereas I'm used to waking up and like these days I wake up and it's quite nice because like open the Discord and like every every other channel is like fifty plus messages or whatever. Like oh, cool, people have been talking while I'm while I'm asleep. I'll catch up on what's yeah. going on and I'll go back to sleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was so weird because my experience up until the pandemic it was you know. This was this has been a thriving, vibrant hobby. It still was. Mm. Um, we know from sales games workshop had their best year ever, basically. Yeah. yeah. Despite despite everything, despite locking down for near three months themselves, um, it was. It's been again like um, like Adrian and I said earlier. It's, it's like when you when you're out and about, you see no cars yeah. on the street. It's like that. You know, you log onto Twitter and it's like, oh, what have people been doing? It's like, well, I watched another movie on Disney Plus. <laughs> hobby, <laughs> <No, Harvey? laughs> sure whatever um <laughs> it's been it's been super weird um and like, like i said it's sort of beginning to roll forward and i think that is the, the the bit of hope we're getting where you know more countries are getting things under controls the uk and the us are doing tons of vaccinations and things which oh boy looking forward to everyone getting vaccinated mm-hmm. and again hitting that hitting that new normal of you know being more social and caring and maybe you know, being, protecting other people when you're sick, but also we don't have to stay inside forever. Um, and seeing sort of the, the slow push towards that is really reassuring because, you know, yeah, it's just been, it's been a crazy year. I would, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the communities that I love to be a part of, like come back to life yeah. essentially we, we turned more or less completely off for the better part of a year. It's going to take a while to wake back up, but <laughs> we're getting yeah. there. We're doing things. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, when Adrian has his capabilities back, I look forward to seeing a whole bunch of Star Wars Legion stuff. <laughs> <rotten> out. There's
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, going to be much goodness coming in that direction. I've got
1: lots of bits here. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's my side. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. Go for um, Adrian. Yeah. Where do we start? Okay, so basically, just before sort of everything happened, so before we had all, like, things go crazy last February, um i just finished the High Elves Army that I'd done as the commission, and I'd already decided no. at that point, so like, I'm just going to take, like, a month away from the hobby or so and just have a good think about what I want to do. Yeah. And then everything happened, and my weekends went from spending a lot of it hobbying to spending Saturday asleep. Because yeah. I was just so burnt out, I would literally just spend pretty much the whole of Saturday in bed. And then the Sunday, I'd just be chatting to people online, and I just hardly got anything done. And when I did do stuff, I've got so many part-finished projects here, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um And it's really funny, because I've been thinking bad about that all the time, all the way through the years. Like, I hadn't finished that, that didn't get finished, that didn't get finished. And it's literally why you've been talking, Cameron, I thought, it doesn't matter yeah actually because i got what <laughs> i needed to out of it no. It was just something i could do for yeah, a bit exactly. and if i do ever finish it it's a bonus if not then i don't know some archaeologists could work it out in 2000 years <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> they'd be like what's this why did he do this strange people um <laughs> so yeah but i've also i don't know I've, I've tried to work out exactly what i want to be doing longer term as well um, mm-hmm, and I've started yeah. to go back a little bit more into scale models as well. Cause I, that's actually, um, like I mentioned in the other episode mm-hmm. before, that's actually more where my background, um, and then sort of just painting minis for other people. I've never played the games ever in my life. Yeah. Never played one. Yeah. I just like to paint. Um, yeah, that's fair. So yeah, what, I, what do I actually want to do? So sold loads of bits off, bought other bits as we all do because we all love to collect plastic. That's part of the game really
3: <laughs> so yeah my, mm-hmm. it's
2: oh, not yes. been a productive year in getting much done but it's been very productive in working out certainly what i want to be doing from now on um yeah definitely getting into the yeah. star wars legion yeah, thing good. uh what else oh my horizon zero dawn kickstarter turned up which was brilliant so i oh. wasn't sure if i was ever oh. even going to see it because obviously with the pandemic it's like mm. chances yeah. are the factory's shut yeah. even if it is shut Air flight, air transports out of action, so it's going to be three months by a container ship. And
1: oh yeah, yeah, I went through that.
2: And <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he <you> did. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that's rocked up. And those are some of the most awesome minis I've ever seen. So I'm really looking forward to getting them done. Um, yeah, I've been getting a lot yeah. of plans together really, which has been mm. like I was saying earlier about you know sort of lying in bed. Okay, right, I can't actually make anything, but what can I do? It's like well, at least I can plan what I'm going to do with what I've got here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I sold an awful, awful lot of the stash off. Most of that's gone now, which is nice. I put too much pressure on myself. Mm. Um, I yeah. don't know if you guys have ever done that, but yeah, I was like, right, I'm going to do this. And this is going to be amazing. And then I'm going to do this thing with that. And that'll be amazing. It's just like, that's probably about hundred hours work. That's probably a hundred hours work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, yeah. I'm doing two hours, okay. two hours a month. So yeah, if I give myself yeah. four years, I'll get that one done and yeah. it's just like <laughs> yeah, actually exactly. there's no point in having all this stuff here um no and that's the thing i mean i'm of sure you kind of touched on it as well cam and sort of see what other people have been sort of struggling with you know people have sort of dwindled down definitely there's definitely been a, a thing which is um something i was talking to matt about which is i think i've heard it termed as um oh what was it something to do with endorphins i can't remember what they called it now yeah like, endorphin fatigue or or dopamine fatigue or something like that basically yeah all these things that we love doing because we've been doing it so much we're not getting the joy out of it anymore because the good feeling we get we've just had it we've just had it constantly you did that get and your body thinks like that's normal to get anything else now i need a bit more so um i thought well what can i do because i read the article about it i thought yeah okay i can see what's going on here this is why i'm spending hundred pounds hundreds of pounds on kits that i'm not making um. Yeah. Mm. So I actually sold a load off and bought a guitar set up, which. Oh, yeah. nice. Um, yeah. we've all Hell got yeah. an interest in music. Matt and I have been chatting about this as well. Obviously, you have Cameron. It um was, yeah. So yeah. I thought, yeah, you know, <laughs> try and get some of those good feelings elsewhere, and I think that's might be something people might want to try doing, even if it's yeah, um, yeah. say say somebody's like me who's like really enjoys the painting and stuff, maybe look into the law more, or you know, if you like yeah. the law a, a mm. lot look into something you wouldn't normally look into. So, I don't know, terrain mm. building or anything, you know. See if there's something yeah. that you can get a kick from in the hobby that you don't normally rely on to get your kick. Because I think that's where mm-hmm. so many of us have been struggling. Um So, yes. yeah, I'm sort of going to mess about with that a lot and make some noises to normal housemates. Um, <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I've got some really good ideas now. So, in a, yeah, it's been very strange that, I've ended up with a year of hardly doing anything but a year of sort of planning and actually thinking about what I really actually want to be doing that's actually mm-hmm. going to make me happy and really actually get the fun back into the hobby so in that respect it's actually been really useful. Um yeah. My job helps with that though, I've got a lot of thinking time. You wouldn't think it well, because yeah. <laughs> you know I, I haven't got a helicopter manager, you know it's just literally that I go off on the road and I'm yeah. my own boss of the day so. You know, I don't have people badgering yeah. me all day. So if I want to sort of think, oh, yeah, what can I do with that? What can I do with this? I can do that. Um Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully I'm actually going to start painting stuff. soon. I want to try and get some priming done this weekend because... Yeah. Just mm. get things underway a bit at least. But I still have to sign on schemes 100%. I'm so, still so torn. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really hard thing with Star Wars because... Mm. Obviously mm. people get... I mean, we obviously see it like... Uh, Warhammer as well, but people get really funny if things aren't accurate. Sometimes and then other people don't care less.
3: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm
2: like, yeah. I a part of me really wants to do an Endor theme. Part of me really wants to do a snow on Hoth, mm. and then another part of me just wants to do whatever I like. And I've just got this <laughs> slight dread that I'm well, going to end up one day going to play a game, putting down this paint arm, and I've gone. Somebody's just going to go That's, that you can't have tauntauns in a forest yeah. theme because <laughs> they should be on Hoth and it's like I don't care they're, they're there deal with it oh, and, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. so I've got these sort of like little mental battles I'm going on with the hobby it's like am I actually yeah. going to have to uh, face a serious fanboy one day or are people are just going to be cool about it I don't know nah. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: look I look, I look. forward to your hot pink drink, yeah exactly though. yeah <laughs> loving it um,
0: the thing is I suppose to be fair with um, Star Wars Legion I suppose it's a bit like it's bordering historically oh, it? yeah. in that sense yeah it, from a gaming yeah. perspective obviously even though obviously it's not historical it's it's in that sort of realm where yeah you know some people would like to make sure you definitely have the correct scheme you know adhere to as per the you know the films and everything it, else so it's yeah, yeah sure exactly. it's, to so, to it's so
2: entrenched in pop culture now that yeah you know people are so familiar but yeah i'll, I'll see what I fancy i'm probably i don't know yeah. i'd say i'm probably going to do this and then something <laughs> else will happen um yeah, we'll, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see eventually. Certainly what I've seen with other people, yeah, I'm like I was saying, struggling about um hobby slumps and stuff like that. I mean, I think nearly all of us have seen that. But the other thing I've noticed, kind of going <laughs> a lot back to what we were saying much earlier on about um people caring about things a lot more. So my hobby feed has ended up with being seeing a lot less painted models and a lot more people checking in on each other, talking about stuff that's going yeah, on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. seen
2: the communities mm. actually sort of getting tighter and sticking to, you know, sort of helping each other out more. And I've seen a lot more of that going on, which is actually really nice. I mean, there's obviously been all the mm-hmm. craziness and nabby and you get a, yeah, the inevitable shitstorm that flies around the internet about something. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, in in general, yeah, that's been something I've noticed a lot. You know, there's been a lot more for just the personal personal interaction going on rather than people just going oh I want to try and get some more followers you know if I post this and post that mm. then you know it will help a lot of people new st- new starters I think we've spoken about that a fair bit haven't we you know the, like you're just saying about GW yeah. having a record year I mean there have been so many new people in yeah. the hobby which has been really nice as well so it's been yeah. really cool mm. to see all these people sort of coming on to it to go you know right you know I'm totally new here this is my first painting mini and singing we go, awesome awesome brilliant that's good to see So yeah, that's been a that's been a really nice thing to see going on with other people. It's just seeing new people joining the hobby because it can be so good, and they're definitely getting something out of it. So yeah, I think that's probably the biggest thing I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. seeing how things have changed on there for yeah, sort of a more personal personal touch rather than just people using it as something to try and promote themselves. Not that I'm saying everybody did anyway, but just. You know, nah. we we do think of, I'm mean, especially like say Instagram or something like that. You know, I mean, you don't go on Instagram to chat with your mates; you go on there to try and, you know, show your model off and hope people know it so, which yeah. is what it's for. It's that's nice what for, yeah. that's what the platform's yeah. intended for. But yeah, yeah, it's been been strange seeing how it's all changed. Things have shifted a lot. Mm. Same for me. I've I've yeah. achieved absolutely sweet fa, but <laughs> I know <where> I'm <laughs> going and you know, I bought a lot more plastic and sold a lot more plastic and. The post office yeah. knows me very now, well now. She doesn't bother to ask anymore what's in the boxes.
0: <laughs> yeah. The usual. yeah. yeah. More, more model kits, yeah. is it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she knows she will go first class signed for as well. She doesn't even ask that either. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> the usual. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. yeah it's
0: brilliant. Uh, that, uh, it's inevitable, really. I think with all the things you, you mentioned there, it's, it's like I said, I think we've seen a, a real drastic change. Uh, range or spectrum of what people have been doing when it comes to their models is that some people have upped their game. Like some people are smashing yeah. out their models left, right center since this mm-hmm. last year. Some it's the opposite. They've like barely doing well. They've, some people even left the hobby or have just paused on it because they, you know, it's just not the right time in the place, which is fine. And then obviously mm. there's a lot of us that sort of muddling in between that spectrum. I suppose it's like, I know that can apply To any any year, but this year especially has completely swayed a lot of the things that have uh, I think people are doing at the moment, and yeah, it's been yeah interesting seeing it, and and I think like we've seen it, you know, even on our Discord and the community. Obviously, Warhammer is still prevalent, but other things are are coming into the 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 fold as well. Like there's obviously we've got Mm. quite big tabletop RPG you know, thing going on. Obviously, like Cameron said earlier, you know, we, we're we always running at least a campaign of sorts now at the moment. And some people just want to just talk RPGs. And that's fine, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll chip in yeah. here and there on the Warhammer stuff, but that's sort of not their focus anymore, or at least at, not at this time. And then obviously it will shift because, I mean, it's the same. I mean, obviously with Warhammer and I suppose any of the tabletop wargaming hobbies, you know, but especially Warhammer is people... Dip in and out of it anyway. I mean how many people said oh yeah I left the hobby for 5 yeah. years and now I've come back, yeah. you know, and it, we have all done it. <laughs> all done it. A bit
2: more than 5 years, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, it's,
0: it's it, it you know, it ranges completely. So it's no surprise that people have used this year to kick start their their Warhammer, you know, hobby or some people have, have regressed and sort of thought, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to stick to something because sometimes you just want to do other things. You know, some it's that those the things that we mentioned a few times about that, the fact that people are struggling to know what to do with themselves or, or they, they haven't got that endorphin rush anymore and, and just want to try something else just, to, just for variation when, when every day is the same for a lot of people at the moment when, you know, it's the same four walls, like you, sometimes you just need to break yeah. it up, whether it's, you know, anything, photography, playing video games, you know, whatever you want to go and do it's, or, you know, making music like you were saying, Adrian, it's like, it's, it's, and then it, because ultimately Warhammer and all these other hobbies are still going to be there. And also, I think some people have deliberately paused their hobby because of the, because of the world, because of two big factors. One, in a lot of places, especially here in the UK, you can't play with each other apart from Mm. obviously like TTS and things like that. But,
1: yeah
0: and then obviously the other thing is availability i know it's not so bad for gw at the moment but obviously it had it moments where stuff was out of stock all the time but you've seen it especially like in the the card game mm. you know industry you know a lot of the card the the big main card games out there at the moment are struggling because they're struggling to get stock everywhere because it's and then scalpers are buying the the stock and therefore yeah. people are like well, I'm not going to bother <laughs> playing it then. If I can't, if I can't bloody buy the cards in the first place, then what's the point? I might as well wait. And, and, and therefore that's one less person in the hobby at, the, at that point. And it's, mm. so it's, it's these things where I think some people are just waiting for the dust to settle yeah. really, you know, when the world, you know, in X amount of time kicks off again and, and things go, like I say, go back to some sort of normality and they, you know, it, have that incentive to, to, to do what they're doing. Cause again, that's the thing. And, and, I think, you know, I'll, I'll lead into myself now on this one when it comes to my hobby over the last year is that like, I remember, I remember when just before we went into lockdown for the first time in the UK, we, me and a few others, we had arranged a Warhammer world trip. We'd had it booked in. It was in for the April. I think, you know, we had the tables booked and that was a great incentive, right? Great. Uh, You know, well, I think we were doing an AOS game. So it's like, right, let's get, let's get them painted. But, obviously that got canceled naturally because obviously everything went into lockdown and it, it, you instantly lost a bit of incentive of like, Oh, well, you know, if we're not going to play, then it's not, I know you can carry on and do it for when you do eventually play, but that's been one of the biggest factors with the lack of games. I know, Again, some countries, you know, like in your end-of-the-world camera, obviously people are playing tournaments and things, but, you know, for a lot, mm. especially here in Europe and the UK, nothing's happening. So it it's just that having that incentive taken away naturally because obviously uh, because of safety reasons, it does hit your hobby because you go, well, yeah, I could get this all done, you know, ready. But it's like, to me, it's like, if I have to make an analogy, it's like doing your homework early. Come on, let's be honest. Mm. Most people, when you're, we're all back at school, you most people leave their homework to the last minute or near to it, generally. I, Not I, always, I deny but, everything. But, <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking at all you guys. Uh, but that's it, isn't yeah. it? It's like it's the same thing in a way. Because, you know, you can go, well, I'm going to knock out all these armies, and then guess what? When the world opens up, I'm going to have all these things ready to do. And it's like, yeah, that's in an ideal world. But... Mm doing it and saying it are two different things. And we're all terrible for that, especially, especially me. And, you know, it's so easy to, to sort of get into that mindset. And I think especially, uh, my hobby has been a real tough one this year because of working from home. Now, in some ways it's a, it's a positive working from home when it comes to hobby. Cause it's like, Oh great. You know, on my lunch break, I can do some models. Or, you know, if I'm, if I was in the office, I wouldn't be able to do that, but that doesn't really happen because, you know, my family is here. I'm going to spend time with them. You know, my, yeah. my, you know, my daughter will come up to me and want to play. So like, you know, so which, of course I that's what I'll do. And so in theory, I've not gained any more time from working from home, which some people have obviously, you know, unfortunately if you've been, you know, furloughed or unemployed, then you may get a bit more time to, to do your models. But then the flip side, like you said earlier, Adrian, where people are missed are not getting that rush mm. as much, then it, they may have all the time in the world, but still don't, have the motivation to do it and but also one of the downsides of working from home is sort of similar to what you're feeling at the minute adrian which is where you've got time to think of all these cool projects you want to do because like if i'm working from home because i can have youtube and other things on in the background you know it's 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 temptation personified here at the mm. moment because i get to see all these cool things people are doing. Whereas <laughs> if i was at work in the office again i wouldn't see it as much i may see it on the lunch break when i brought you know browse a few websites and that's about it whereas when you've got it constantly on like a playlist of bat reps and mm. you know modeling tutorials or whatever you're watching it's it's like it, it's a nightmare because it, it, it fuels that that temptation even more to to start yet another project and off we go and that, that, you know there's you know project abandoned 265 yeah. you know and it, it it and that's sort of the route you go into and it's yeah i think that's sort of what's happened with me really um but it's also it's it's made me try to look at some of the other hobbies i'm interested in like video games and and reading and and, and things like that and it you know again unfortunately you get i feel like you know with all the mental issues that i've mentioned earlier i feel like sometimes i'm like I can't be bothered if I'm being brutally honest and, or what's the point, you know, again, when you're having those low days, when you're not really feeling the world, uh, you know, even those lovely plastic gray models, they don't, you know, you're like, I'm not in the mood. And then you leave them, but then that's fine. That's fine as well. Yeah, Yeah. You know, and I, I think, I think, and I said this to a few of the guys recently, I think for myself, um, as you know, one of the hosts of this podcast that, I feel like uh in previous, you know, previous years, especially, I feel like I've probably tried to do too much, or I've bought too much because you want something to talk about, you know. In the hot, yeah. in you know, we've got a section devoted to talking about the hobby on our on our <laughs> show, and sometimes, so, you know, subconsciously, I've probably done stuff, or oh, I'll buy that, or oh, I'll read that, and and not that you've not enjoyed it, because that's not what I'm trying to say. It's almost like you you do stuff slightly for the sake of it you know because mm. you feel like well I'm I, you know I'm, I'm a host on a podcast if I you know it's it, it's like if we were doing video games I'm like well, have you played any video video games this month no like, well I've got nothing yeah. to talk about that <laughs> sort of, so you feel like you, you've got to do you, you know it, yeah. you have to even though you you know you do it because you you know because you want something to talk about with it which sort of makes sense so that's why I feel like I've probably overextended myself at times and I've sort of try to teach myself especially this last year to not really care about it as much you know in that sense not care about the hobby no not care about the hobby but just sort of just chill like yeah if you don't do if you don't do as much this month so what you know yeah you'll you have a next month and you'll you know you'll smash through it really you know and and what i've tried to do as you know yourself adrian obviously with helping me with you know starting not kicking off airbrushing now is is i'm just trying to expand my horizons a bit and trying to f- find ways to be a bit more methodical and be a bit more, um, you know, not cut corners with the hobby, but just, you know, find easier way to do things, you know, so you're not, you know, because of limited time, like you said, you could have all these plans and it will take 400 hours. But if you've only got so many hours extra in the week on top of full-time work and family and everything, it's never going to see, get to see the light of day. But if you can find ways to, you know, to, to get through some of these projects you want to do and at least go, yeah, you know what, here we go. I've, I've knocked out a thousand points. Uh, that means when the world opens and the clubs open, I've got a little army I can take with me and I can play a few games and that's, that'll suit me. That'll suit me absolutely yeah. fine at the end of the day. So that's sort of where I'm concentrating my, my thoughts at the moment. But, um, but it's, it's, it's been difficult with the, with the hobby in general. I think even the, you know, I'll say that even for the the podcast as well, you know, it's, you know, it's an, us record, even though I love doing this show, it's, you know, it's, it, you've, it's like every, everything I was saying earlier, where you're trying to motivate yourself to just deal with life that day. It's, you've got to psych yourself up, you know, and go, right, here we go. Let's, let's, you know, let's get on it. Let's talk about it. You know, it's, it's affected my reading. Like I don't read as much as I used to, uh, mm. Not just for the, the podcast, but just, I was always reading lots of novels. I was listening to lots of audio books because of work. Whereas now that's sort of been superseded by YouTube. Mm. It's sort of, you know, it's so much easier just to have that running on yeah. in the background um, <laughs> rather than, you know, another Warhammer audio books. So that's why I don't talk about them half the time because I don't listen to them as much as I used to. Um, so, you know, my, my hobbies evolved with, with my mental state and the world, I think. Um, but I've sort of got to the point now where I don't feel bad about that anymore. I think I I was going through a phase of feeling really bad about not doing this or talking about this, never getting on with it. And whereas, yeah, I don't feel so bad about it anymore because ultimately it's not that important (laughs) compared to some of the things that we've discussed. (laughs) So yeah, I think uh, a bit like you, what you guys were saying, what you see with other people doing. Yeah. I think, we're seeing a massive range of what people are doing and I think it will settle down in a way. I think it's just, it's, it's part of the course at the moment. I think with, I think people will gain their motivation yeah. back in some cases. Um, I think once, like I said, once the world opens up in some places and we can play again and, you know, tournaments start happening and, you know, we'll see more, more battle tomes, more codexes, uh, things like that. People will, you know, will get that urge back and, yeah, I think it'll happen, um, and I think that will go nicely onto what what advice. That's you know, I think we'll start wrapping this up soon. So, what what advice? Yeah. You know, starting with yourself, Cameron. What what? Yeah, what advice would you give from a from a hobby perspective? If people are mm. sort of struggling, what would you sort of say to them?
1: Uh, I would say to you, do exactly what Adrian, because <laughs> <laughs> sounds like he he's probably had the the most uh, organized, thoughtful mm. year hobby-wise of us all, despite not doing much of much of anything. Um, if you're feeling like you don't know what to do, you're feeling like you're floundering a bit, you're unmotivated, it is really good to clear everything up, put everything away, and the time you would spend hobbying, think about exactly what you want out of it. Like, this is your hobby. You dictate what you do. You yeah. have the power. This is something you can choose, which uh, over the last year... There's been a lot of things which we haven't had too much of a choice in. Um, so a little bit of self-control there. Um, and, yeah, really think through it. Uh, either look at upcoming releases that have been revealed. I know uh, lots of people are planning to get in on the Cursed City box. Uh, yeah, I'm not <laughs> that. Um, And really, really think about what you want to do. I would say this year. Like, plan out, like, big surprise releases notwithstanding look at what you have, look at what you could do and set yourself some goals. Like setting a goal is a great way to motivate yourself. Um, the, the other bit of advice I would give is, um, if that doesn't work for you, um, procure some, some anxiety and, uh, use that to fuel your (laughs) hobby because that works. (laughs) Um, (laughs) don't do it. It's not worth it. Uh, but yeah, if, if you can find, if you can find a point in the day where you can just sit down and go, cool, I've got, A couple of hours here, which is how I did that, Um, and just let yourself do a small project, like something manageable. Um, I would suggest a Warhammer Underworlds warband would be absolutely perfect for this. It's just a a palette cleanser project. Uh, There's a ton of great models in those sets um, that uh, really, from any any, any, um, producer of fine plastic uh, crack, uh, find a small grouping of something that is thematically coherent that you are interested in doing, try to push yourself through that, do that, and then clear it all up, have a think again about what you want to do next, again, set some goals, just really do little bits at a time if um, if you're struggling, you know, don't force yourself, don't take on more uh, than you can, don't bite off more than you can chew, is the adage, um, <laughs> really just, yeah yeah, keep keep thinking necessarily you don't have to do all the time like it's it's okay to take the break as long as as long as you know you know where you're going in the future hopefully or you're figuring out where you're going in the future um and you know at the end of the day it's a hobby if you're feeling really discontent with it and you don't see uh see it in your future as something that you're going to enjoy ever again it's okay to step away if you have to yeah we'll miss you um but but you know, if it's if it ain't doing it for you anymore, it ain't doing it for you yep. anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know. Ho- hopefully you'll stay.
2: <laughs> Uncle Atom said a thing like that. Didn't he? I don't know if you watch his videos much or not. Um, he was mm. saying, you know, exactly like he said, you know, if if you're not enjoying it now, you know, what you're expecting to change in a month's time? Because it's still gonna be the same hobby in a month's time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but it was just yeah. a, it was just such no, a no, similar no, thing to what no, you just no, said. No. And I thought you yeah, had just wanted to mention that quickly.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Have you got, have you got anything to add, um, Adrian? To yeah. you know, any other advice you'd give?
2: Um, you don't have to take on the whole game system just to enjoy a model and just to paint one model out of it. Yeah. If you see something mm. you like and think yeah. that's a cool neck one, but but I I have Marines, just buy the one model. You paint it because yeah. you like the look of the model. Yeah. You don't have to get into everything yeah, exactly. just to enjoy doing one little thing. Um, mm-hmm. If you're going to take on, like, try learning new skills today, yeah, don't be hard on yourself. Don't yourself like exactly like Ham said, don't set unrealistic goals because people have had time on their hands. I've seen an awful lot of people trying to take up um, non-metallic metals. That is not an easy skill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it probably. is something that <laughs> takes a huge amount of practice. It's something that I have no intention of ever learning because I, I like normal metallics mm. so yeah if you're going to take on a you know try something you be realistic but there's something i've sort of picked up from um one of the guitar videos actually i was watching um so you know if if you're like say in the situation i've been in where you haven't actually got a lot of time or like you'll say that you know but well, your family's there and you actually you're not going to spend two hours doing hobbying you're only going to have 10 15 minutes um mm. is to set yourself just one thing and just chip away at it and just chip away at it and chip away at it yeah and if you don't finish it, then so yeah. be it. But just you know, just try and focus on one thing, because um, if you flip from one thing to the other to the other to the other, you're definitely going to feel like you're just not getting anywhere at all. So yeah, you know, absolutely. if you've just got one guy, you're just going to paint a little bit on. You think, right today, I'm just going to paint the base blue. Fine, just paint the base blue. You know, and then the next time you got yeah, 20 minutes, yeah. right today, I'm going to do the, I'm going to do the weapons or whatever. You know, just fit in what you yeah. can because obviously different people have got different amounts of time to spare. Some people have got time on the hands, others are yeah. Is, you know, the hobby may have just had to go completely on the back burner. So yeah, don't feel bad if you can't yeah. do anything, do what you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think it's the main thing I can, I can say really. Advice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, that's cool. No, all valid points. And I, I definitely been there. I mean, it, it I think sort of going off the, the back of that as well is how, when it comes to sort of thinking about what you're doing, I think what I'm, the approach I'm taking and uh, with my, one of my current projects is I've got it planned out, and like I said, I'm doing a bit at a time. Even if, like, like you said, 10, 50 minutes, I'll just I'll carry on building one of them, sit yeah. until it's ready, and then you will you're chipping away at it slowly. And then if you have to me, if you've got a plan with them, like you know, I like I've already got it planned. Like, right, I'm gonna this is I'm gonna prime them and this, I'm gonna base coat them with the airbrush, I'm then gonna wash them with this, you know, and then you know you can already see the mm. stages, and then I'll just do a few little highlights on here and there, and then they'll be done. It, and hopefully that's what will happen is that you just feel like in a way you're not having to think about it like like because i think that's the thing sometimes you can think too well i do anyway this is i think too much you know where you're like and that's where you end up going through all these different projects i'll do this i'll do that so so, whereas at least if you go you know what that's the one i'm working on that is the steps i'm going to take with it then you don't need to think about it you know just go you know what i'm just going to keep building until they're built you know, this is the thousand points or so I've got here. I'm going to keep building them until they're built. That could be in the next week. That could be in the next three weeks, depending on time. And then, uh, you know, like I said, after that, I'm going to hit them, hit them with the uh, the black primer by the airbrush, and then I'm going to hit them with the base coat by the airbrush. And then like I said, I'm going to, like, and and obviously there could be gaps in between that. There probably will be. You know, it could be a w- two weeks. You know, between priming them and base coating them, but in a way you're not hopefully you're not stressing yourself because I think that's the th- the thing with this hobby you can you can subconsciously stress oh, yeah. yourself by overthinking oh I need to do that I need to do this I need to do that no 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 just just do one at a time one step at a time and then just go through it like that so that's sort of one bit of advice I'd give I uh, a few other things that come to mind is I know you know like I said we're trying it's, we're trying not to overburden ourselves but Look at other game systems. that are not necessarily yeah. Warhammer, mm. but you, you know, because like you are Adrian, you're looking at Star Wars mm. Legion. It's something you want to do. Um, I've been looking at a lot of things like Kings of War at the moment, because it just really appeals to me. And so, yeah. you know, if you just want to take a break from Warhammer, because you know, Warhammer's intense <laughs> when it comes to the hobby, because it's, because it's like, here you go. Here's all the lovely new releases every, <laughs> well, no, every two weeks it used to be every week. And you can get, you can get so overwhelmed yeah. with Warhammer especially with all the multiple game mm. systems and such like um also another thing i know this applies to hobby in general uh try and be a bit clever with your hobby hobbying. um what i mean by that is uh, sort of connected to the multiple system thing is is there things you can do that allows you to tick multiple system boxes like simple things like i'm going to collect chaos demons because guess what i can rock them in aos and 40k mm. So you don't need to do two armies. You can build one army that will cover both. Or again, using the Kings of War reference, they they've got a whole book devoted to using Warhammer factions that they don't make models for. Cool. So if you like say if you've yeah. got you, you you know if you're building Dark Elves for uh, Cities of Sigmar in AOS, you can use them in kings of war or other games i know i know obviously it depends on if you've got people to play with eventually i know it's not as simple as that but i'm just sort of saying it in a general way is yeah you know hobby smart a bit if you feel like you're overloaded with stuff do you know try and do stuff where you go you know what or like even from a gw perspective go yeah i'm going to do some marines um so i can do you know a thousand point uh force but guess what kill team's just been add a new expansion. I can use a few of these and kill teams. So you, again, you're ticking boxes, mm. uh, or like Cameron said with Warcry and underworld, you know, doing these little war bands like, but they can, they, I mean, it's GW do it for a reason It's so you get yeah. into the other games, but, but you can do that, you know, follow that path as well as non GW games as well. And if you can use you know, if you feel like, you know what, I've only got enough time to rock one army, you could be able to play four different games with it. Potentially, you know, four different systems, I should say with it. So that's something uh, also, yeah. you know, to consider as well. And and I think off the back of it, one thing that's worth thinking about, again, especially if you're in a place like here in the UK where we can't physically do anything like playing with it, playing games and things like that at the moment, is, try, you know, if you know you're part of a, a club or a, a, you know, group of mates, is have a goal together. You know, go, you know what, you know, hopefully, you know, in X amount of months we'll be able to start playing again, Let's set a goal for each other. How about we all try and knock out a five hundred point army, a, a one thousand point army, and, and and then as soon as things reopen, we can we can play rather than sort of just building an army just for no well I say no reason, but you know for for games that may never happen. Whereas if you sort of almost pre plan it, okay, you can't put a time on it because it depends on lockdowns and things like that. Um, but that's sort of how we because that's how we've done it with Warhammer Worlds you know we go right we've in 3 months time we've got this table booked it's going to be 40k right whoever turns up turn up with a 1000 points you know you've got a goal there and you've got 3 months to do it you could sort of do something similar with your with the people that you play with um so That's good on it again another thing to consider so so yeah so i think definitely there's plenty of advice there um and obviously some of this goes towards pre covid yeah. motivation as well but obviously especially it's more more important now. So I think what we'll do is we'll wrap it up in a minute. But one thing I would, I'll I'll say before we, we do wrap it up because I, I did offer out to our discord um, whether they wanted to basically have their thoughts read out here on, on this particular episode, you know, because we, I think we Mm. we did did it last time, you know, sort of how people getting on um, and see what, you know, if they had any thoughts on how they've been dealing with things. What I would say is, A lot of people were tempted, but this shows how things have got that quite a few people wanted to say something, but just couldn't, you know, bring it, bring it, uh, you know, to, to do it basically as in there, they're going through some real hard times. So didn't, you know, didn't even couldn't motivate themselves to, you know, to, to write out what they wanted to say, or it was, they didn't feel they were able to word it correctly or it was too hard to, to do, um, you know, which, like I said, I think is a true reflection yeah, of how really hit, you know, people are suffering at the moment. Um, but we did we did get one uh, that came in from Eric, and I'll I'll read it out. Okay, so um, I'm really grateful to the community's willingness to talk about mental health. Uh, I found the Warhammer hobby a year and a half ago in the middle of trying to fight off anxiety and mild depression. It's really helped me to provide something positive to focus on make progress with and provide a catalyst to reach out to friends recently i dis- discovered Warcry, and i'm in the middle of building up five war bands for each friend in my game group for whenever in person games can return and that extra hope and discreet goal has been a huge boon through this winter and pandemic season specifically the hour or two of quiet focus really helps uh, settle and center me the calm that remains after is something that i try and recall and bring up when the work anxiety starts thank you for continuing the community discussion around all this. Best regards, Eric. So uh, that's awesome. thank you Eric, yeah. for, for sending that in. And <laughs> It's no, but I think that's, that's a, again, another, another reflection of how things are and people, mm. you know, are using their hobby time to, you know, to, like I said, to give themselves yeah. focus, give them, you know, that little, little bit of happiness for, um, for X amount of time, whatever they can spend on it. I love the, the idea of, sort of similar to what i said about you know having stuff prepared for when you can play again like like you said getting some war bands ready so him and his friends yeah. can uh, can play as well i think that's absolutely fantastic and and i like particularly the the one thing you mentioned about using the those hobby moments or as a reflection point when yeah. it's not hobbying you know when you you're thinking like ah but guess what you know i'll get through work today i've got an hour later i'm gonna just chill out i'm gonna get my paintbrush and and do some painting. And I think that's a lovely way yeah, to do it. That's a really, yeah. really good attitude
2: to have with it. Really helpful.
0: Definitely. Very mm. good idea. Yeah. For Excellent.
2: Sure. Top bloke.
0: Yeah. Uh, very, very cool ideas there. So, right. Okay. So, I think if, if you're happy to, we'll, uh, like I said, we'll wrap this one up. Um, I think It's been a roller coaster. It's been a, a roller coaster again. <laughs> again.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. It, it <laughs> has. Yes, as it always is
0: we we knew it was going to be and like i said it didn't disappoint no. in that sense <laughs> uh, so so hopefully like i said to everyone listening i hope you've got something out of this In you know even it's just acknowledging that other people are in the same boat as you you know we that uh, don't be frightened to speak out like we have um you can see from the three of us we've had all completely different experiences throughout this <laughs> different responses yeah, yeah. A combination of you know similarities as well and as well as obviously people in the community and things that we've noticed and it just shows that like i said if you're suffering don't feel bad about it don't feel you're alone because you're not and there is good people out there you know and, and and around you so um cameron any closing thoughts and anything like that you want to say <sighs>
1: um you should all take care of yourselves um you know, your brain is just another organ, and like every other organ in your body, it's trying to kill you at any <laughs> given time. So, do your best to, you know, get help when you need it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fight back. Your brain is the enemy. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> no, uh, but you have to take care of yourself um, in yeah. every which way, which includes your mental health. It's mental mm-hmm. health with an emphasis on health. Um I love you all and I hope this has helped. Um, I'm sure we've probably discussed uh, things that have resonated with a lot of people because we've all been through this year together, even though we've all taken very different parts and um, yeah, but I guess, I guess this is an annual thing now. Are we doing this uh-huh. next year? Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Uh,
0: let's see what uh, next year <laughs> throws <laughs> our way so yeah definitely well that's it i mean hopefully if people find these useful like i said the first like we were saying earlier people really reacted well to the first yeah. one i think this one will resonate a lot and maybe even yeah. more so because of yeah like i said the way things have been so yeah i'm more than happy for this to be a regular thing you know and even if it's just like i said just people showing people can uh, can speak out about this so yeah. um uh, Adrian, um, anything you would like I to add? I can't think
2: of anything else to add, to be honest. I mean, we've sort of said you know a few times, you know, you will have friends out there, go find somebody to talk to, tell mm-hmm. people yeah. you're struggling if you're struggling. Yeah. That's all definitely, I can say, really. Definitely. And
0: yeah, no, yeah, wise words. I mean, I think, like we've all said, just, you know, go out and ask people how yeah. they're doing. Check in on people. You know, it's so, so mm. important at this time. And like we've discussed, it shows how important it is to, to people, you know, what's a, you know, a five minute conversation can mean the world to, to people definitely. out there. So, you know, if you, you feel you get the chance to do it, yeah, it's definitely worth doing. Um, so, uh, we'll end on that. Uh, Cameron, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Uh, you can find me primarily on Twitter at night underscore twitten. that's night without a K, um, for a glimpse into Australian politics. Oh, <gasps> Those exist. Um, I did a democracy today. That was a that was a nice mental thing. I awesome. got to vote. Hooray! Yeah. Yeah. Just state elections, not federal, unfortunately. But hey, that's life. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you get, get to see what it's like down under. You get to see my cat, uh, which yeah. is nice. You occasionally get to see me, uh, which is less nice. But hey, it's part of the part of the package. Um, yeah. If you're more interested in the hobby stuff, I would suggest joining our Discord because that's where I primarily post stuff. Um, you can also check our podcast twitter or my instagram which is at realm underscore and underscore ruin i swear i'm going to update that one day Mm -hmm. um (laughs) probably probably this weekend sometime we'll see uh what i get done tomorrow um but yeah that's where you can find me um adrian where can people find you when you start churning out star wars twitter is definitely the best place to come (laughs) find me
2: um which is at methodia models um so yeah mm-hmm. there will be painting happening again eventually in between time there's just general ramblings and cat gifs you know the usual the internet
0: yeah yeah the usual yeah <laughs> the <good stuff. laughs> cool so yeah I'll, and you can find me also on twitter as well at ninja badger seven um i'm trying to do a bit more on there again it's it's motivation or lack of yeah. but uh yeah yeah like i said link, links to all the social media and the discord etc as always will be in the show notes so uh so yeah thank you to both you gentlemen thank you very much for doing this episode again it's been it's been fantastic and like i said yeah. hopefully people gain something out of it and yeah, like we always say you know enjoy your hobby don't tell anyone else how to enjoy theirs and as well, always we'll catch you on the next one bye
1: bye everybody
2: bye folks take care